0: Welcome, this is Orion Rising, I am your host, Neil. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into the show, and I can see that my my internet is acting up, I apologize for that, right? It doesn't act up at all until I'm deciding to go live, (laughs) and then it starts to act up, kind of weird, not quite sure what's going on there, right? So, okay, so, show this out, show this out, show this out. You can see I have up on the screen there the Law of One because Friday night and it's going to be the Law of One. We're going to do the Law of One. I was going to put up on the screen uh, the uh, video or, you know, I have new, uh, like I said uh, last week because the uh, the uh, LL Research Group is now monetized or not LL Research Group, but uh, uh, Muffy Moose is now monetized the videos that I've been using to play the Law of One. Uh, now I'm using the book and putting it to my own program. So it's going to be a different male voice than what you're used to. It won't be that English male voice. And right now I can put up on the screen. Let me show you. Let me take this off the screen here so you can see what I'm talking about. I could put this up on the screen, a full screen. Um, But the problem is, well, I guess it's not that bad. You can see it. It's just I can't bring up just the word so it has the window that's opened over there. I think I can close part of that let me see here i'm pretty sure i can yeah i can make that a little bit better right so that's a little bit better um so we'll, i'll leave that up on the screen for you guys to see so as you can see we're on uh, se- uh session six question two zero and i have now i'm, I'm playing it here on my program uh text to um, to voice program because they've monetized their videos. And so if I played their videos before they were free, now there's a commercial that pops up. And I don't want to infringe on them by uh, turning off the commercial. Right? And I'm not going to, uh, ta- you know, rip their video and play it without their commercial. They're trying to now make money off of it because they've gotten to that point. Right? They probably know that myself and a lot of other people are using it. They got the word and said, well, I'll monetize it. Okay. So now I'll stop using it. Real simple. Right, so uh, we're doing the, This is the Law of One class number five for those of you. Oh, well, I'm not looking at the comments, so I apologize. Show this out. Show this out. Show this out. Debbie, welcome. Edward, welcome. Uh, T, welcome. Julie, welcome. Whoever else is there. Lily, welcome. A lot of a lot of new faces this week. If you guys haven't joined the Law of One chat group uh, for the class on Messenger, you might want to do that uh, in case you have questions. Uh, there's a few. A law of one chat groups that have been opened, Uh, I will be going into whichever ones that are opened and telling people, please don't do that, I haven't fixed it yet, Uh, to where we do have one chat for the class itself. But every single single event that I set up on the calendar, everyone's creating a chat for each one. So uh, that's creating an issue where uh, right now I have five chats open and there's 15 people in every chat. So I tried to condense them all into one, uh, and I put the, if you're in one that has me saying, please, uh, everybody move over to the class chat, uh, it's if you guys want to talk about the law of one, ask questions about the law of one, that sort of stuff, uh, you know, it's a, like here this is a chat here, if you're live, you get to ask questions, and I will answer your questions. If it's not live, obviously, and you ask a question, I may or may not be able to have time to go back and find the stuff and then say anything right and then oh I yeah I saw I'm sorry it's just this Facebook user and I, I I didn't realize I was assuming that was Ariel but didn't say hello hello Ariel and he says Ariel and Mike so Olaf from Ariel and Mike uh, it looks like they're both on that on that chat feed there right Peter welcome from Ireland welcome brother uh Denise welcome okay so we're gonna we're gonna start on uh, on question uh 5.20 and move forward. So the interface now is gonna be different than what you've been used to. If you followed me on the doing Law of One before it was Muffy Moose's uh, Law of One videos, which were, uh, showed like a space background and had a, a piffy English accent computer reading the the uh, stuff. Now it's not going to be that way. Uh, and it will be this uh, American sounding uh, <laughs> you know, uh, guy. Uh, I was gonna change it. To a female, one of the guys—he's uh, not on here. He listens on the podcast. Uh, a buddy of mine, he pointed out that you do realize that uh, they were not only channeling through uh, Carla, but also channeling through. Because I said oh, I should be a female voice because Carla is the one's doing it. Well, mainly, Carla is the one that did it mainly. But in the beginning, he's right—they uh, they went to Don, the questioner, uh, and he channeled through Don, or they channeled through Don and Leonard. Not me, obviously, but, uh, but uh, you know, my namesake, uh, who was the scribe on another channel. Uh, but ev- eventually they settled on uh, going through Carla almost exclusively. So he said, the voice doesn't really matter as much. And I said, you know, you're right. Uh, that's funny that he said that. I want to give him a shout out. Okay, so uh, it is going to be a male voice uh, because that was the default on this uh, uh, program, and I haven't changed it, right? So we'll go with that, and you'll hear that. So you'll be up on your screen. You can pull it up on your devices or whatever into full screen, and you can read along so you know where we are uh, in that. I do that so that there's visual as well as sound, not just sound. Those of you listening on the MP3 broadcast, obviously, you don't have any visuals. You can only hear what's going on. Okay so i'm going to pick up it. And then those of you who are new if you haven't been here before and you missed uh the first five or six uh uh, uh channeling sessions you can go back and watch those uh, uh that i redid if you're finding my older archives i did it two and a half years ago and it took me two years and ten months i went through session one through 106 which we're going to do now uh, not obviously today, but we're on the, in the process of doing that. But um, things have changed in my spiritual mindset. So I'm going back to retranslate the law of one again. And I'll probably in five years <laughs> or less go back and want to do it again, right? Because of how much content is actually in there. So I'm going to go ahead and start. I have it up in full screen for you to see. I'm going to go ahead and uh, start. Like I said, I am watching the chat. So at any time you guys want to have a question, just ask a question. Uh, Right, Casey, welcome. Welcome. Uh, So if you guys have questions, please uh, text it, you know, put it in the chat and I will answer your uh, questions. I will stop, pause. You'll see me doing that anyways to explain different things that are going on. The first uh, problem that we have that I haven't been able to fix yet, I'm going to work on fixing that in the computer, is that uh, the computer doesn't recognize the word raw. It says RA every time. All right answer, R-A. I am R-A. All right, so you have to get used to that. It doesn't say raw yet. I'm trying to go into the computer program and teach it to say raw or maybe change the spelling. Um, I don't like doing that. I could probably change the spelling to an H afterwards, and it would say the word raw. We'll see. Maybe if I put it in quotes, it won't say. I'll try that. We'll see. I'll tinker with stuff as time goes to get the computer to say raw and not R-A. For some reason, that's the only thing that it doesn't say right. <laughs> right. Weird. Different computer programs do things differently and say things slightly off. Okay, so uh, let me go ahead and go over here and uh, press play, and we'll get this going. Okay, so this is uh, um, Lab 1 session 6, question 2.020, 20, or Point Two Zero, right? question 20. That's where we ended up. We stopped at 20 or 21 or 22 last week. So we're going to pick up from there and move on. Like I said, any questions, let me know and I'll pause it and give you guys uh, an answer to the question. Okay, so here we go.
1: Question 6.20 questioner. Does the fact that we are in this transition period now have anything to do with the reason that you have made your information available to the population? Answer, RA. I am RA we have walked among your people. We remember. We remember sorrow. We have seen much. We have searched for an instrument of the proper parameters of distortion in mind-slash-body-slash-spirit complex and supporting an understanding group of mind-slash-body-slash-spirit complexes to accept this information with minimal distortion and maximal desire to serve for some of your years. The answer, in short, is yes. However, we wished you to know that in our memory we thank you, Question 6.21 questioner. The disc-shaped craft we call UFOs have. Some have been said to come, possibly from the planet Venus. Would any of these be your craft?
0: T, that's not a bad idea. I might try that, right? T says, for those of you listening on the MP3 broadcast, you can't see that. T says, use raw, I'm sorry, use raw, R-A-W. Maybe I'll do that to get the, because it'll say, you know, obviously it'll be, It'll be changed. It'll save raw, R-A-W. But I'll bet the computer will say raw. That's a good one. I'll try that and see what happens. Right, Julie, welcome. Right, or Jen, welcome. Hello. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and, and continue. Right. So now that we're talking about UFOs, this really freaked Don out, and he didn't spend a lot of time on this because uh, it really scared him uh, the answers that he was getting from Raw, and he never went back. Even though he did the prior book to the Law of One was about UFOs, it, it scared him because they were talking about the American government having uh, drones, drone spaceships uh, that we know now they actually have. But in 1981, that was, you know, we're, we're talking, what was that, you know, 80, you know, 90, 2000, 2010, 2020, 40 years ago, right? Scary, right? Okay, so let me go ahead and go over here and, and uh, continue.
1: Answer. Answer. RA.
0: So now I'm getting an error. Sorry. Hold
1: on. Answer. RA. I am RA.
0: I hate when it does this. Every time, every now and then, it'll do this. So his voice is going to sound like he's underwater for a minute. But when it clicks to the next line, It'll be fine. I don't know why this happens sometimes in this program. Maybe that's why it's free, right? I'll have to look for a different program. So let's continue.
1: We have used crystals for many purposes. The craft of which you speak have not been used by us in your space time present memory complex. However, we have used crystals and the bell shape in the past of your illusion. Question 6.22, questioner.
0: Now it's going to make a liar out of me and do it wrong the whole time, right? Question six Okay, this never screws up, but now it's going to get an error, and it's going to do it every time, right? This is crazy. I may have to read it out loud.
1: Question 6.22 questioner. How many years ago in the past did you use the bell-shaped craft to come here? Answer, RA, I am RA. We visited your people's 18,000, 18,000 of your years ago and did not land. Again. 11,000 11,000 years ago. Question 6.23 Questioner The photographs of the bell shaped craft and reports of contact from Venus exist from less than 30 years ago. Do you have any knowledge of these reports? Answer R.A. I am R.A. We have knowledge of oneness with these forays of your time slash space present. We are no longer of Venus. However, there are thought forms created among your peoples from our time of walking among you. The memory and thought forms created therefrom are a part of your society memory complex. This mass consciousness, as you may call it, creates the experience once more for those who request such experience. The present Venus population is no longer sixth density. Question 6.24 Questioner Do any of the UFOs that are presently reported come from other planets here at this time, or do you have this knowledge?
0: I apologize for that. Like I said, it's it doesn't do that very often, but now that I'm trying to go live with it, it's I've sat here messing with it forever and it never did any issues. And now it's got his voice sounding hoarse, which is crazy, right? The computer program is sounding hoarse, right? Uh, yeah, I agree, Peter. Maybe I'll have to look into that. He said Dragon Speak is $30, uh, and it's uh, bringing software. It's worth the money, drag and Speak, and it'll you know, give you loads of options. I, I also have the one that's default on the computer that is, in fact, the uh, Google one. Uh, but uh, I haven't tried that. You know, they already have one that's pro or the Windows. You know, Windows 10 has one. Uh, but I haven't worked with that. So I already had this one downloaded and I've never had issues with it. I used to use this. If you go back in my archives, you'll see me using this program when I was uh, using the girls, talking uh, the girls stuff from the Czech Republic when they were uh, and still give me stuff. I just haven't done it and gone live with it, playing their stuff where they were having sessions with uh, Oli, the uh, extra, uh, uh, extra uh, uh, what is it, the uh, uh, extraterrestrial biological entity that calls himself Oli. Uh, and they've been channeling Oli since 1992 or 94 and uh, I use this for years. It never had an issue until I'm trying to go live talking about raw. And then it gets all crazy on me when I'm pausing it. Weird, right? All right. Let's continue here.
1: Answer RA. I am one of the members of the Confederation of Planets in the service of the infinite creator. There are approximately 53 civilizations comprising approximately 500 planetary consciousness complexes in this confederation. This confederation contains those from your own planet who have attained dimensions beyond your third. It contains planetary entities within your solar system, and it contains planetary entities from other galaxies. It is a true confederation in that its members are not alike, but allied in service according to the Law of One. Question 6.20.
0: Sorry, I paused that, and you know it's going like, which is funny because it's giving us a differentiation as if the computer is is sentient and realizing, but it's changing. If it stayed with Raw sounding like that, and then Don not, uh, I wouldn't even worry about it. But now it's switched to where Don is the one that's that's uh, messed up, and and Raw's not. So okay, so we're talking about literally now we're talking about the coalition, okay. Uh, the coalition of planets There's 53 different races or different planets involved in this coalition. And what is this coalition? OK, this coalition is is the coalition of uh, Venus. And what does that entail? That entails the coalition of planets that are quarantining this solar system and others. Uh, And and there's information that was not given back between 1981 and 1984 about this coalition that I currently know because I I am in contact with coalition members. And I do know that uh, this coalition is not just uh, quarantining our solar system, the Sol solar system. That's the name of what we call the sun, the star that is here, this yellow star that's out right now if you're in uh, the United States, uh, especially in California uh if you're somewhere else on the planet then of course it's not wayne welcome i didn't say hi to you when i saw you pop in in the beginning when you first popped in right there um so this coalition of plan, uh, of a coalition which is a, a a coalition that is not just quarantining this solar system but let's start with that okay so because of interference from outside alien entities, including Raw, Raw admits that they screwed up, and part of the reason that we're stuck is because they came here when they built the pyramids and gave the information about the Law of One, like they're giving here in between 1981 and 1984 that I'm working with, talking to you on now in 2022. They were giving this exact same information, but at that time, think about that—that that was that was a very long time ago, right? It was at least well, he was saying 18,000 years ago. But then they said 11,000 years, and I don't know if they do it in here, but at some point they they say it's hard for us to pinpoint exactly. So it was somewhere between 18,000 and 11,000 years ago when they were here at the time, and they screwed up by giving information to nefarious people, evil people that are narcissistic and in service to self because they didn't realize they come from a planet of trees. And uh, when they evolved, they all evolved, their entire race and their species evolved, they When it was when that happened, it was before the veiling. So they didn't know the change and didn't expect the change to be so drastic. Only uh, we only have uh, less than 10 percent of the population of the human race is, in fact, uh, nefarious or evil or narcissistic or in service to self. So it's literally 92 percent of the population. So it's actually about 8% of the population is evil. The rest, of the other 92 is in service to others. It just doesn't seem like that because evil people are in charge. They've leveraged everybody to believe you need a government. And you need to be ruled by somebody. And they put themselves in that government almost exclusively. Co- corporations, everything that you know that is the caste system, we've covered this, is you know only crazy evil people want to be in charge. Everyone else doesn't want to be in charge. They don't have that lust for power. Okay. so. They didn't know, and they were party to screwing us up, and the evil people took that information and said, "Oh, you know, God only talks to us, right? We're the church. God only talks to us. Uh, and they uh, kept the information for themselves, and part of that information was the fact of the veiling and everything else that is going on. But they couldn't give that information. They, they didn't want it, and that's why now this information is information they still don't want you to know, those being the, those people, you know, the powers that should not be. So they're talking right now about uh, about the the coalition. So the coalition has come here to quarantine this planet so no outside races can come to this earth. So what people don't realize is that ninety nine percent of all the UFOs that are being cited are, in fact from this planet. ninety nine let me repeat that ninety nine percent of all what we consider, UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon. That's what the the American government technically calls them. They don't call them unidentified flying objects anymore. That was what they called them back in the you know 1940s. Uh, they don't call them that anymore. Uh, they changed the designation, and, and they'll probably change it again now that people know that we we realize that they call them UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Okay, so. Uh so the, the, those, most of what you see, and this is what he's talking about, and he scares the hell out of Don in the, coming up right here. Because he says most of them are from your country, they're owned by your government. And so that freaks people out because that legitimizes legitimizes the idea that the American government has spaceflight. Uh-oh, we can't have that, not 1981, 1984, and it's scary to say that now. You say that now and people freak out they don't want to hear about that. Okay, so this is what they're talking about. So the coalition itself is locked down our solar system. So no outside alien influence can get to the earth and come down here and screw things up worse. So everybody that says they were they were kidnapped or uh, or whatever, um, taken by aliens. Ninety nine percent of the time you were taken by the American government or one of the governments or. Other people that are indigenous to this planet that are, in fact, not human. Oopsie, what? Yeah, okay. So the there's the Draco. There's a couple of races of them. Some of the Greys and a few other races that also live on and in this planet. Okay, and have the Draco, the lizard people. That those people have lived on this planet longer than humans have been on this planet. So they consider the planet theirs, and we're people that are just in their way. We're like you know uh, squatters. Right? I know. Casey says it's... Let me put this up on the screen, right? For those of you... I'll pop that up on the screen. Oh, I can't do that, can I? Right? Yeah, there we go. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do that with that weird overlay. I'll put that right? So it's crazy to me how people can't, in capital letters, see how the evil people want to control us through the governments and religion. I know, right? And that's, and that's part of the conditioning. It's not their fault. That's why Jesus said when he was on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. It's not their fault. They don't know that they've been brainwashed. And that's the truth of it. You know, 87% of the entire population of the planet is, in fact, under their spell, being uh Jedi mind trick daily. If you turn on the news and listen to anything on the news, the stories they tell you, we covered this last time, the stories they tell you are stories that children believe. Right? Like this the whole thing at Miralago. I'm supposed to believe the story that some that some idiot named Donald Trump took uh, something that was uh, ultra top secret, right? They're using that word ultra mega ultra top secret and tried to shove it down the toilet to to get rid of it. Right. I mean, instead of shredding it or burning it or just taking it and scrumpling it up and, and putting it in a dumpster 20 miles away from his house. No, no. He tried to put it down the toilet without tearing it up first and it got clogged and they just called some guy, some janitor, Walt, the janitor, Right. We're going to call you go at Roto-Rooter and they don't even watch Roto-Rooter knowing there's top secret, ultra secret documents that were shoved down the toilet. Nobody checks this guy when he comes in or out to see if he's taking something out of there and he makes it out of there. And immediately he's and when he gets there, he's what? He hates Donald Trump and he's a Democrat. And so he calls the Democrats and says, look, I have this document. It's in perfect condition. It's just a little wet because those morons. And if you believe that story, you're a child. You can't you cannot believe that story if you're an adult, okay? Because first of all, I worked in in uh, uh, in property management, and if there's a toilet that's clogged, you don't take apart the pot the pipes to get out what's clogged unless they have a five thousand or ten thousand or one hundred thousand dollars diamond ring in there. Okay, you don't do that. You go in with what's called a snake or an auger, which is a metal device that you shove down the pipes and it is turned on by your truck. Out by and, it, and it, this thing has got like a ten thousand long freaking mile long uh, metal uh, uh, thing that rolls up like a hose, and you stick it in the toilet and shove it down there. And when you turn it on, it grinds up everything and mulches everything that's in the line to open the line because you don't want to go in there and open up pipes and have and have human feces pour out of the pipes all over you, your head, your face, your arms, or whatever. Right? We call that gray water, and it's and it's a and it's a biohazard. Okay? So you would have to then, if you open up the pipes and there's gray matter, I know this because I worked in property management for 10 years. Okay, If you open up the pipes and there's gray matter in there, it becomes a hazardous material and you have to call FEMA and a hazmat crew to come out and clean that up. You can't just wash it down the drain. Okay? So Roto-Rooter and those guys, when they come there, they come there and they auger the freaking line, very first thing. If that doesn't help... Then they get a camera and snake it camera down there to find out what's clogging it. And then they they identify where the clog is. Then they go and jackhammer and pull open pipes, okay? So all of this that the Roto-Rooter guy came in and opened up the pipes and took out a, uh, it, oh, it was just in the toilet pipes. That means he has to unbolt the toilet from the, from the ground, lift the toilet off, and then reach up into the toilet drain and pull out the, the stuff that's there without doing any damage. So they had to tell him, right, don't damage it. Don't damage that stuff. It's ultra secret MAGA stuff. And then that's, the, so the story goes that that's what happened. And then he got in there and he got that out. And then he took it, ran it, and got out of there without the Secret Service seeing if he's stealing anything. And, he, and then he went and, and turned it in. And that's how they got the warrant. Now, if I believe that, then I believe that John Wilkes Booth was the president of the United States. And Abraham Lincoln was trying to assassinate him. And they fought over the gun. And he shot Abraham Lincoln in the head and, and then ran away. Uh, and then died uh, because he didn't. Uh, he didn't die. Uh, he, they say he died in that barn, but he didn't, okay? I have to buy that 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 was the the, the real truth. And that the reason that they shot uh, uh, him was the same reason they shot John F. Kennedy because they could and they were bad guys, right? Okay, so the truth is that's that's a lie, and that's what you tell children and children believe that. okay? So there's another reason behind this. I don't know what it is. So don't think, if you're a, a Democrat, don't think I'm a, a Republican and that I'm attacking the Democrats, okay? Because I don't buy into that religion at all. And, and this is what, and this is what uh, Casey was referring to, right? Uh, and of course, she's talking about the Draco there, but the, the, the religion of nefariousness is the religion of business, politics, government, war, control, and the caste system. Okay, that is all of that is there is encompassed under their religion. That's why they want to have the separation of church and state, because all, all of your religion, anything that is that is not nefarious and evil is evil to them. So they don't want the pope or anybody else in a good religion telling people what to do in their religion. So they want the separation of what they call church and state, because state is their religion and the news and television. Are there priests or whatever you want to call them, newscasters, uh, uh, sportscasters reporting on it, okay? So that you have to realize. So we're under quarantine. This entire group of people, 53 different uh, 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 planets, are keeping everyone else from interfering with the already serious issues we have going on down here, okay? So T asked the question Does this order bring uh, live Earthside or live Earth side? I understand. I'm sorry. Does this order, uh, older beings, I'm sorry, do these older, how about I put on my glasses while I'm reading and put this up on the screen for you guys? I apologize, T. Do these older beings live Earthside or are they an alternative? Uh, uh, F, uh, what is that? Etheric space? Uh, no, but there are some. Uh, what they're talking about is people that are third dimensional, third density, third density, third dimensional. Because there are people that are here that are in the fourth dimension, that are currently occupying this planet, and they call it Earth. And they are what we are going to evolve into. Uh, a lot of people soon, hopefully. And they're just just outside of our uh, of our uh, existence. We can't see them because we are in the third dimension, the third density, and that vibratory pattern. We are only able to perceive first, second, and third. Uh, and a little bit of the fourth, and not much of the fifth, uh, because the fourth and the fifth are part of the third uh, density. Uh, it's a difference between, like, or it's actually part of the dimension, not density. They tell you that the dimension is, in fact, a place of sight and sound. They, that was on, the uh, on uh, uh, you know, the, the old TV series uh, where they said that, okay? A dimension is a place of sight and sound. That's the lie. It's not. Density is a place of sight and sound, okay? So, but there are other people here in the fourth uh, dimension and in the eighth dimension. First, second, fourth, and eighth uh, dimension beings living on and in this planet. But we, we can only see and, uh, and communicate with those of our own vibration. I don't know if that answers your question. I hope that does. Okay. So then Denise said, so if the uh, UAPs are from here and the government, etc., are involved, those in the UAPs are they aliens or humans? Yes, some aliens, some humans, uh, because we do have gray aliens that are from this Earth that have been living in it. Uh, we do have Draco the, the, that have been living in it, and there's a few other races uh, that uh, also are in communication uh, with and do come through. That's why remember I told you I said 90 percent or even 99 percent. There's still a one percentile of aliens that are that are actually coming here and trading with the humans and and that scares people uh because there's other uh, humans that look just like us but their skin color is different like blue yellow orange brown darker brown than what we have that we call africans uh and not yellow like chinese yellow but yellow yellow like highlight yellow uh orange that sort of stuff so so there are some that get through. And I think raw's going to talk about that, where they have a quarantine and you can't get through here. But sometimes there are holes. Nothing in the universe is perfect. Not even they are. Not even the coalition is. And sometimes people do get through with uh, spaceships and come down here. Others that you think are spaceships are not their thought form. Raw explains this too. thought form. That's how Raw's people were here. They use their minds to project in the minds of the people. So sometimes people who thought they were abducted by aliens were never left their bedroom. They just had the 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 memory implanted into their head, thinking that they were. Some of those were done that way on purpose for spiritual reasons. Uh, uh but but uh, most of the stuff where they're where they're doing experiments on people are trades, where our government is trading technology that they're getting from the aliens, and the aliens get to do. Uh, uh, you know, uh, inspections uh, on us. So they abduct us and then they take a look at our physiology and our DNA because we are, in fact, uh, galactic royalty. The human race is galactic royalty. We are actually, we do have eight that I'm aware of. Some people say we have more, but I I don't. It's seven or eight alien DNAs uh, that are mixed together to make this form that we have. And the ones that we are aren't exactly the bottom of the barrel bottom-of-the-heap trailer trash as far as the universe is concerned. So we are galactic royalty. So they want some of our DNA. That's why the book Communion by Whitley Streber was titled Communion because he asked the aliens, what do you want? They said Communion. What they wanted, our upgrade of our not only our DNA, but you have to remember that some of the greys and some of these aliens that are here are, in fact, robots. The, the reason that we would call them robots because they don't have a soul. The reason they don't have a soul is because they are nefarious. And they, and they completely are away from any kind of light that in their spirituality. So therefore, they do not have the ability to create. And that is uh, hindering their ability to, wait for it, procreate. Do you understand? So what happens is when they procreate, they get another alien that is basically an automaton or a soulless life form because they are, in fact, in service to self. So I hope that helps. I know it's confusing. All of this is very confusing when you first learn it. Okay. Uh, It really is. And some people leave and some people don't want to hear it. And when I say this stuff, they think I'm crazy. I thought people like me who talked like this 10 years ago, I thought they were nuts. And now, because I'm in communication, and I actually have insight into what's really going on, um, and even I don't have all the information. If I did, who knows? I'd write a book and get billions. Probably not, because nobody listens. Okay, so then Julie says, meanwhile, everyone else ha- has uh, has a paper that once uh, wet, oh, that's talking about the Marlotto. Let's not go there. Okay, so then Denise said, uh, uh, the real ones, us, some claim that they are also Interdimensional. Well, we do have interdimensional travel. We have that. So does. So the Grays and I think the Draco um, have that. So we actually have interdimensional travel as well already. That's where it caused the temporal war. And I don't want to get involved in that because that's way above the scope of the law of one, uh, where there's two different realities happening in the future and one of which the AI is in charge uh, and they're fighting the war through time, trying to convince us all to to go along with AI and get implants, uh, and then the other is the the group of humans that didn't do that, uh, and the one that has the AI in charge, the human race is about five hundred and sixty thousand humans, uh, and that's it. Everyone else is is dead, and uh, the the race of people that are here that didn't do that is you know around ten billion people. Okay, so uh, so that's the utopia is where they didn't go AI. Okay. So then Peter says the real uh, religion, planet Earth, is the religion of the Druids, right? Well, uh, yeah, in a sense, all of them, uh, if you look at all of the religions, uh, and they all come from that. He says, if you look at the religions today, the Catholic religion and all the other religions, it's exactly the same as the Druid philosophy. (laughs) Yeah, if you look at all of the religions, the truth is they're all the same. They all came from the same. I've talked about this before, and Peter knows. Uh, and, and Peter's trying to stay on a lower level. And I'll go above that and uh, and tell you that. And I, what I always say, and it scares people off, is that all of these religions and all the stories of the creations of all these religions are just a nursery rhyme for children. And You don't get that until you realize that they're nursery rhymes. And that, that's that thing that is looking at you right in front of your face. You don't know that it's there until you see it. And then when you see it, you go, oh, my God, it is, is it really that simple? Okay, and that that's the truth of it, and he's right. It's all the same story, and, and the Druids were the closest ones because they're the oldest. They don't. Everyone doesn't know that. Everyone doesn't know that. You know, everyone says, well, you know, the, the Catholic the Catholic religion is two and a half thousand years old. That's it. The Hebrew religion before that only goes back another two thousand years. Okay, so when you go and even the, the Egyptian religion uh, to the time when they talk about the pharaohs when they were giving Akhenaten, right, the, the information. That, that was when a law of one first took hold here on this planet. But then they got rid of Akhenaten and immediately got rid of that religion and went back to the old religion, right? So, But they've proven through DNA that the Norwegians, the Celtic people, the southern Vikings, or actually the Norwegians are from Northern Norway now, but they were part of the lower uh, part until the Geats came in. That was when Thor was, Thor or, or Beowulf, Beowulf was a Geat. He would be in today's Denmark. Was where, where Beowulf was from. Um, old Soggy Bottoms, I'm sorry, Soggy Breeches, uh, that would be Ragnar Northbrook. Um, that's what that means in English, by the way, because he made his own pants and they hung off his ass like he had pooped in his pants. So they called him Soggy Bottoms, like he Peter pooped himself. Uh, that's where that name means. Uh, Ragnar Northbrook means Soggy Bottoms. Anyway, so Ragnar was from today's uh, Sweden. Uh, Only he was a Geet then, too. Okay. That was where Thor was a a Geet. And that's where uh, Middle Earth started, was in that region that we call Scandinavia here in this country. Okay. So then Casey said, uh, uh, yes, Dolores Cannon was talking about how if you do come, I'll put this on the screen so you guys can see what I'm uh, reading here, right? So uh, saying uh, how if you do come down, it's only to do tests and uh, check on how the food sources and environment are affecting our DNA. And that is correct. Uh, so because they can keep track of that, and that's usually people from the coalition, Casey, that are coming here to keep an eye on us. Oli, uh, the girls in the Czech Republic, uh, uh, the, the uh Ivanka and, e, and Ilana Podrezka, who are channeling Oli, uh, Oli is part of the coalition, and Oli tells about how they're up in space and they're cloaked, and they're actually trying to help heal because the nefarious people on this planet are trying to poison us with our own food. So they're trying to make everything, our, our soil not work right, our food sources less and less nutrient rich. And uh, that Olis people are actually trying to re-enrich uh, 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 our soil to give us better food crops. So, so they are paying attention to that. Edward uh, uh, Churchill uh, says Elon Musk wants to do implants. Yeah, I know. AI. Uh, is he using technology from Earth or elsewhere? It's hard to say these days because most of the technology that we have, including the computer that I'm on right now, did not originate on this planet. Microwaves are not from here. Television is not from here. Most of the stuff that we have uh, is uh, stuff we traded for and got from off world. Okay. Fiber optics came out of the spaceship that we, that didn't crash in Roswell. That didn't happen, quote unquote, uh, in Roswell, New Mexico, which if you guys know, I did 28 episodes. You can go back and watch that. 28 episodes of the interview that didn't happen uh, between the alien that didn't crash in the spaceship and didn't survive, who was a female who called herself Errol. Okay, Uh, although she was nefarious, but she was trying to give us information well, uh, at the same time as uh, telling us that we were pathetic losers and we were slaves and we couldn't do anything to get out of that, but we're well, was telling you how to read between the lines with that. And that's this is what I do. Okay, so uh, so some of it is and some of it's not. Most of the technology we have now. I mean, if you look at us, we went from covered wagons in the eighteen nineties to the moon by nineteen sixty nine. Probably actually before that, right? We literally went from covered wagons, and our greatest technology was the covered wagon, to flying to the moon in 65 years. If that happened, where's all the technology that should be from 1969 to 2022? We don't have anything. That's why my nephew, who graduated from Stanford University and can go to work for NASA, on his graduation day, my brother said to him, you've, you've now graduated. You have a doctorate. You can, you can go to work for NASA and, and work on the space shuttle and rockets. And you know what he said? Dad, I fucking hate rockets. Pardon my English. Pardon my American. I hate rockets. My brother said, then why did you go to become a rocket scientist? He says, because I want to find out what is the real technology that they've been hiding from us he says do you really believe that we went from using vernon von braun's rocket which was created in 19 uh in 1938 to 2022 and we've never improved on the rocket engine or any other new engine in in 85 years but we have microwaves cell phones smartphones and all of these computers and all of this technology and but we're but we have nothing else everything else we're on an internal combustion engine that was designed by by Gerald Ford Gerald Ford by by, by not his great grandfather I apologize by Ford Sr. back in nineteen oh two over a hundred years ago we still have the same internal combustion engine and that's the best we got oh electric engine ooh hydrogen engine It's still exactly the same with different things running it. Nothing has changed, okay, in more than 100 years. Yet we went from covered wagons in 1890 to the moon in 1960. 60 years to the moon from 1960 until 2022, nothing new. We haven't even gone back to the moon, okay? We just now got rockets, the boosters that can go into space and come back and land and be reused think about that so there's there's a whole breakaway amount of technology that we don't know about that's been hidden from us this is what Ra's talking about it's starting to to uh, allude to here and why this coalition has to be in place because we went like china did if you look at china and how backwoods they were until the west came and found china japan did the same thing they made the movie the last samurai after it <coughs> showing you that they went from the stone Age. To the Iron Age, you know, to the Rocket Age, in uh, less than uh, a generation, we humans did the same thing. Okay, so now we have technology that we're inventing, and people are coming here because they want to buy our technology now. That's the money. That's the currency of the realm, right? It's it's the drug, right? It's the drug adrenal chrome and it's technology and favors. That is what the ter- the currency of of you know that's a huge jump. Casey said it absolutely is. So that's the currency of the realm uh, that is the space realm that is third-dimensional reality, third-density reality, okay? And that's because nefarious people, evil people, uh, are, are in fact trying to be in charge. And that's what Raw's here warning about. And what I'm here, the reason I'm here is because I came here chasing these people. There was a group of people, a coalition, calling themselves the Orion Crusaders. They now call themselves things like the Illuminati Uh, And a few other names that you're aware of on this planet, the Bilderbergers and a few others that we call secret societies on this earth that integrate humans that are nefarious, the Luciferians, that integrate humans that are uh, nefarious into their religion uh, and promise them wealth and power and to be the the warlord of Greece, be the warlord of, of the earth. Uh, All you have to do is sign this paper. And that's what happened. And they got boots on the ground and they signed the earth over to them. And now we're fighting to get it back so that not only getting back to this uh, quarantine, not only is this solar system under quarantine, but 21 or 22 other solar systems in this area of this of this universe. We're also under quarantine because this nefarious group of people that originated in some portion of Orion. Not saying that all the people from Orion are evil, because there's just as many good people in Orion as there is evil people, uh, or, or I should say, as there is good people on Earth. It's still, it's still 92 10 or 92 percentile. Okay, it's just that evil people wedge themselves and position themselves in power and make it look like they're in control, and that there's more of them than there are of you, and there's absolutely not. OK, that's just the way the universe was because uh, they're evil. And, and so like, you know, ten, one of them makes up 100 of us or a thousand of us. Uh, that's just the way it is. So, if, for instance, for to graduate to the next density on the on the good side, on the in service to others, you have to be only 51 percent. Good. One percent over fifty-fifty. Eh, but to graduate on the nefarious side, on the service to self side, you have to be 91% evil to graduate. That's how hard it is. But that suggests to you the equal side of that is only 51% for us. So that's how hard it is to graduate on the good side. You have to be only 51%. But it's so hard to be that in a in a climate that is, that is uh, corrupted as much as it is. Is just as hard as if you wanted to be evil and, and graduate to the next level on the evil side, 91% or above. So if you really want to be in charge when you get there, you gotta be 99% evil here. For an example, Adolf Hitler did not graduate. He wasn't evil. And Genghis Khan is a patent clerk in the next in the fourth dimension on the evil side. A patent clerk. He's just some lowly guy doing a job. Okay? and in, we know how evil Genghis Khan was on this planet. Okay, so you have to be above and beyond both of those characters to not start at the fucking bottom. Okay, that's what that's about. Okay, so you need to understand that. So let me continue because we're we are talking about the. So if you guys have any questions about the coalition, um, uh, just so you know, let me finish that thought. Out of the twenty-three solar systems in this area that were quarantined because of being taken over by the Orion Crusaders, all but three have been freed. The earth is not one of them. Okay. The reason for that is, and we believe that the earth will be the last one to be freed because earth was their first one that they took over. They took over earth first. We were the first to fall. Because they got here in 1938, Grover's Mill, that whole thing you hear about in, in, the, in the War of the Worlds wasn't as fake as you think. And they talk about that in, in Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension, that the whole thing of Grover's Mill wasn't, in fact, a ruse. It was, in fact, an invasion. That was when the, the, the uh, aliens got boots on the ground. It's just that when you get here, this is a temporal uh, craziness that I lose a lot of people from. When you get here, past, present, and future are all separated. The future was a long time ago. I mean sorry, it's a long time in the in the in the in the distant future in front of you that's not here now. Now is now and the past is a long time ago. So when you get here, if I leave and I'm and I'm not from here and I come here and I'm outside of the third dimensional space-time continuum, everything happens right now. Past, present, and future is now. But when I come here, it has to separate. So when I get here, I immediately have a past. I immediately have a future and I immediately have a present and they're separated. So when they got here in 1938, by our appearance of how we perceive time, we think we've been stuck for 100,000 years, but we've only been stuck since 1938. But we have memory because their past from 1938 to 19 to 2022 extends for a long period behind us as far as it does in front of us. Okay? So you need so you need to realize that. Right? Yeah, they just talked about that. They just talked about uh, about Napoleon. This is what he's talking about. Napoleon Bonaparte. They just, uh, let me put that up on the screen. Napoleon Bonaparte, they just dug up his skull, pulled apart his skull, and on the inside of his skull cavity, they actually found a tracking device. Back when Napoleon Bonaparte was, in fact, he disappeared When he was a lowly sergeant or corporal that was in charge of a gun battery, he disappeared for like three months. When he came back, all of a sudden he was jettisoned into power and became Napoleon the dictator and took over France and did all everything that he did. He didn't do a lot of bad stuff either. You think he did a lot of bad stuff. He actually did a lot of good for this world, even though he did bad stuff for France and Europe and look like he tried to take over the world. He actually made strides in a good way that I don't want to get into right now, but you can look this up. What Peter's telling you is an absolute truth. I've seen in the tracking device. I actually looked at it today, not physically in my hand, but I looked at it on film uh, today. So when Peter's telling you this, he's telling the truth. Napoleon Bonaparte inside of his inside of his skull that the, that was implanted in his skull and the skull grew around so it wasn't in his brain. It was actually attached to his skull on the inside of his head was a tracking device that was about an inch long and about a, um, I think it was a, a 16th of an inch round. It was, so it was long cylindri- cylindrical, okay? So that that's true. They, they literally showed it. If you look on the news, they're talking about it in the last few days, okay? So he was chipped way back then. Somebody was tracking his, him, and where he was whereabouts so they could find him. So somebody was already coming down here and either changing people's DNA or affecting things in a way, or it was us. Um, For those of you, I'm going to do a commercial just so you guys know. tomorrow at 1 p.m. West Coast America time, we're going to have exclusive interview number two, right? Number two, I don't know if I have Gary's uh, 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 ad. Let me see if I have Gary's ad. If I do, I'll pop it up on the screen. I don't think I do. I think I took it out of here, and I don't have it. Uh, let me see. I don't. I don't know why I don't have Gary's ad. Okay, so so uh, Gary Collins. Collins, is that his name? Oh, Jesus Christ. He's going to be here tomorrow. We did a video. He's going to be on Ancient Aliens Worldwide, which is a group that I created on Facebook that has 287,000 members. Again, we're pushing 300,000. Every time we get close, Facebook deletes about 50,000 people and says that there are no longer accounts. He's coming back tomorrow at 1 p.m. to to be live to give a second interview on Ancient Aliens Worldwide. And we'll probably have it up on Orion Rising. Uh, But if not, you have to join the group, Ancient Aliens Worldwide, to see the exclusive. I just had him on, and I talked to him for two and a half hours today prior to this show. uh, And I have uh, 36 slides to show you guys where we're going to be talking about the pyramids of Giza and mathematical equations and crazy things that are going to blow your mind, and he actually talked about, and and I think we're going to talk about it tomorrow, I can't give you any more of the information, but I can tell you this, okay? He's the guy who co-wrote the book with uh, Gary, uh, no, no, I was going to say Gary Heseltine. He's the guy who who actually investigated Rendlesham Forest, so the guy that was there, uh, whose name I can't remember right now, the U.S. airman who was there and touched this spaceship, okay, That guy and Gary uh, co-wrote a book, and that's the book that got him famous for Rendlesham Forest, okay? And we interviewed him last year and uh, talked about when he went and touched the UFO and how when he was standing there touching the UFO, he got this binary code in his head, and he ended up writing it down. Okay, Gary translated it, okay? He translated it, and we're going to talk about that tomorrow. And and we may not get into it too much because it's going to be in his new book that's up and coming. But the information that you're going to get tomorrow, yeah, 1 p.m. West Coast America time. So that's that's 1, 2, 3, 4 p.m. East Coast or New York time, right? Uh, And then you guys can extrapolate out from that. I I believe right now it's still um, uh, GMT minus 7. But we do the time change here in California, and we have sprung forward. So we might be GMT minus 6. So you'll have to look into that because uh, GMT doesn't change. That's global, you know, uh, Greenwich Mean Time, Greenwich Mean Time. Uh, so it's either seven or eight hours behind Greenwich Mean. I believe it's eight, but don't quote me. Um, I just know that he's in, I think uh, it's, uh, I, you know what, I think he's here in America. He is in America, so never mind, even though he's English. Anyways, so when, when he was t- touching the UFO, he had said, that he looked at everybody else. They seemed like they weren't moving. And when he went back and checked, everybody else's watch was 45 minutes behind his. But he was only there for like five or 10 minutes. And he doesn't understand why all everyone else's clocks were like 45 minutes uh, you know, behind his. And I said to him, I think that that's something that was a temporal uh, distortion that might've been because the ship itself had come through time and it was still residual Uh, effects and when you got near the ship it was still distorted uh, and it wasn't completely 100% materialized yet into this reality and so because of that you were distorted outside of this reality and everybody else behind you was moving slower in their vibration because you had come from a different place and he says that's what Gary said my partner who wrote the book and the CIA so because of that now a year later we're interviewing Gary and what he what he saw what he knows and he's going to talk more about the calculations of the binary code tomorrow. So you guys need to tune in uh, to that and take a look at that. Because that has to do with everything that I'm talking about, the law of one, the spirituality. He and I had a two-hour conversation that I can't repeat on air uh, unless he wants to. And even then, a lot of what he's going to be talking about is, is going to be excerpts, just so you know, from his new book that he's working on that hasn't come out yet. So you guys are going to get all kinds of really cool information that's not even going to hit the planet until he publishes his book. Um, all you have to do is go to Ancient Aliens Worldwide, the group, on Facebook, and then join. Everybody's being welcomed at this point. If you're not a troll, you'll get in. Uh, and you'll and then when it goes live, you'll see the, the uh, events calendar, and then he's going to be there tomorrow. When, it, when we go live, it'll be there for you to watch, and you can just tune in. And then you'll be like now. You can talk on the chat and ask questions which is really important. And he wants me to, uh, I'm not, I'm usually, I'm just producing. So for the 99% of the time, you won't hear me speaking at all. I'll be in the background, my camera off just controlling everything and putting up when he says, put up the next slide, Leo, put up the next slide, Leo. But he wants me to pop in at one point and remind him of something that we said today that we talked about because uh, he wants to bring that up and talk about that to the people. So at some point I will pop up on there. And when Mandy Mandy Wilson, who is the curator of Ancient Aliens Worldwide, she's in control of it. I'm never even there. She uh, runs the whole place with a staff of uh, admins that they've been running it now for me for almost five years. And um, she does a great job. She'll be interviewing and talking to him unless she gets stuck and wants to see if I have any questions. But she usually doesn't want me to talk because of how much I talk. And when he and I get together, we're two nerdy scientists getting together. We had, you know, she left uh, and left us for another two hours today while we were talking and yeah Man- mandy's amazing i agree casey says mandy's amazing she is uh, and she left because we started getting nerdy and then finally later she said are you guys done yet and i said yeah we just finished so she popped back in the studio i said we were like a couple little crazy nerds talking about stuff that nobody else understands because we were um and, and it, but he's going to bring you guys don't want to miss that interview tomorrow, it's going to be freaking tits up. It's going to be, I hate to say that because that's, you know, sounds sexist, but um, thats that it's going to be freaking, freaking insanely cool, right? And that's only it. Well, he may come back. I don't know. Depends on how much we get through. I have 35 slides to show you guys tomorrow. I don't know if we'll get through all of them, but they're pretty badass. Okay, so he's showing on the other side of things, which is more the alien uh, intervention, the alien, the politics, the mundane Uh, where I try to, uh, when I'm doing the law of one, I try to show you some of that. Like I have, I've gone way crazy talking about uh, alien stuff because raw is talking about the coalition and, um, this scares the hell out of Don. So you're not, that's why I've spent, I'm spending today talking about this coalition and this stuff because uh, Don is going to quickly, by the time this session is over, which is almost over, he's going to run away from this subject and stay away from it like it's the plague. Because if you look back in the 80s, 1981 to 1984, um, just talking about this stuff out loud could get you in trouble or, or whacked could get you killed, okay? So these days, they can't stop us anymore. There's too many of us here. There's too many coalitions here that are working with the off world coalitions. There's too many people that wanderers that have come in on this planet that are holding the positive energy that is keeping them from being nefarious. I even was talking to him about the... Back in 1994, when the evil people on this planet were going to kill off the entire human race on the top side of this planet, they were going to nuke the top. They already have. Here's where I'm going to get loose some of you again. They already have. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. T said, I was kind of, I was a kid in 1982 talking about this. So was I. My father, I was telling him this story. I haven't said this uh, to anyone on here, but when I, in, in, if, before that, because I was born in 1967, he's 10 years older than me, Gary he is, by the way. Uh, he he said, oh, I'm ten years old, and you. Know, I was born in 1957, so um, I was in 19 like 73, 74. My father, who's now passed, he died in 1982. Oddly, that you say 1982, or he died just before that. I think I'm trying to remember exactly when he died. I was like 19, so it had to have been uh, in, before that. It was a little bit after that, as a matter of fact. It was after that. So because I I'm, I'm, would have been 20 in '87, so it would have been '86, '85, somewhere around there. I think it was December of '86. Don't quote me. Anyways. So so uh back in 1973, 74, when people thought you were crazy if you said the words UFO, he said to, to myself and other people that, that our family is, in fact, from an alien race and that we crash-landed on this planet and that one day we were going to be taken off world by our people that were going to come for us. And everybody thought my father was crazy. Come forward in time to... 2015 and this earth not crazy uh people that are you know ufoers mainstream scientists discovered that people who have the blood type of the rh negative factor moreover those people that are type o and uh, and especially those people who are type o negative because the negative the rh negative factor means you don't have any african dna that means you were you were not part of the out-of-Africa theory. That means you got here either before or after or a long time after uh, uh, the people came out of Africa to, uh, to, you know, for this Earth. But then the Australians proved in 2015 that, in fact, most of the population of this planet didn't come from Africa, that all the Europeans uh, and uh, people in Europe and the uh, Denisalzins, and those who they now call the um, the hobbits, the hobbit people, those people actually don't have any African DNA either, okay? And then they found that 75,000 years ago, there was a, a, a volcano that erupted and killed off most of the people on the planet. Only the people in Madagascar in, in South Africa, the people up in Norway and Sweden and Finland, and the people in Australia were the only ones who survived, okay? So, T, you know this. You probably know some of this. Do you know uh, Stephen and Evan Strong? I'm friends with them. I just had Evan Uh, uh, yeah, Evan just sent me a uh, thing for tomorrow. Oddly enough, they'll be doing their, uh, one of their things from Australia and one of their shows that they wanted me to to promote, which I used to promote all the time, but I don't do that anymore because now I just teach and I speak and that's it. I used to actually do interviews and I don't anymore. I'm tired of doing that. I don't have time for that. I have more important things to do. So now I, now I speak like I'm doing now and I teach. Okay. So, they're ha- they have their thing tomorrow. And he just said, I just sent you an, a, an email. I just sent you a, a a free ticket to get in to watch our webinar tomorrow. I said, thank you. He gives them to me because for the last uh, five years, I've been promoting them. I've been working with them. I've been partnered with them. And in fact, I was partnered with, with, uh, um, uh, oh God, I can't think of her name right now. Uh, she would kill me. Um, uh, I can't think of her name. Give me a second. I don't think of her name. They're promoter. I was working with her to promote the uh, all of the tourism in Egypt for the last five years as well, seven years. Um, uh, uh, Ildi, Ildi, uh, uh, um, what's her last name? She's married now, so her last name was um, uh, 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 d- 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 Diaby, but now it's different because she got uh, married. So she's married to another to some guy. Anyways, uh, with Ildi, uh, I was promoting her uh, stuff that she was helping promote and working with Stephen and Evan forever. Uh, so we're friends. So you you might if you know them and know about some people think they're crazy down there, uh, but they're not right. They they're on the same mission. OK, so. All right. So you're indigenous. So, you know, you're aboriginal. So, you know, I, I, I look at your picture. So I didn't know that. I just see a, a thing. And it's a person. And it says your name. I should have figured with the name Moody. Right. Is that your that's probably your your uh, original name. Right. It's not married into I should. I didn't see that. But T Moody, I, 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 you you know, Stephen and Evan. Uh, okay, so, so the uh, what was I what was I getting to? Oh, OK. So the so the coalitions, these guys know about the coalitions as well. OK, so the the destruction of the earth happened seventy five thousand years ago, approximately. That was one of them that was prior to the deluge. And you can read about that in the Colbrin Bible, Colbrin Bible, uh, which is in Scotland. If you look that up, you can read about that deluge and the one with, with the war of the gods that happens in the Mahabharata. Okay, those were those were other cycles of the human race where we almost got wiped out. And in that time, uh, the people moved from Australia and down from Norway and up from Africa that repopulated the entire planet. And uh, 10,000 years ago, the DNA that is the RH negative factor or especially type O and type O negative people uh, appeared on this planet for the very first time. They were not here. Okay, my father didn't know this. And the scientists believe that these people are angelic that are what all of our races call angels from the past. So the race of people that are living on this planet right now are, in fact, not from this planet. And they've only been here for 10,000 years. And I have that DNA. Ildi, Yeah, Ildi Dubai. That's her. Thank you, Denise. Denise, put that up on the screen. I'll put that up on the screen for you. Right? Um, I'm friends with her. I haven't talked to her for a long time, but we did a lot of work together and we were, I was helping her promote all of the tourism industry in Egypt, especially up and down the Nile and for the Giza Plateau. I was helping with that for like five years. Um, And then working with Stephen and Evan Strong, we were even partners uh, doing webinars together for a a couple of years. We were going to cost share our webinar service together for a while. Uh, so we've been I've been I love those guys. Love talking to them. I love hanging out with them. I've never seen him in person. I met him in person. But we've talked many times, uh, many, many times on on uh, Facebook. OK. Or on Messenger. OK, so. So that they've they've then because of the Australians looking at the DNA and proving that the world wasn't populated from Africa, at least not this last time that there is a great portion of the planet that doesn't have any African DNA. Then you have this in 10,000 years ago, you have a new race that showed up here, which I believe that the people who have that DNA, by the way, are in fact the Patal. Okay. Uh, And I'm not going to get involved in that right now, but you guys can look that well. It's actually hard to find. Um, The Patal are, if you guys saw the Chronicles of Riddick or any of those movies with Riddick, in that they had what was called the race that was called the Furians, that were the most defiant warriors in the entire universe. The Patal are them. Okay. And I believe that every single person, every single human being that is on this planet that has type O or type O negative or any Rh negative factor in their DNA, you are either a soul that is a Patal or you're a part of that bloodline in some way you're related. The Patal is a group of people that, after they're wanderers, okay. What is a wanderer? Let's get involved in that. A wanderer, Raw talks about that. A wanderer is a soul that heard the call when a race of people on a planet in third dimensional space becomes stuck spiritually and they can't graduate. They become stuck, and after a time of being stuck, they cry out to their higher self. Okay. Your higher self is in rooted in the sixth density, okay? We're in the third. And the sixth density is your higher self. Your higher higher self is, is above that. So, yeah, so, Denise, you're type O, okay? So you're positive, which means you do have African DNA, but if, to have type O blood, you have the DNA that, it, that came from the west, uh, what we call Spain today, the west coast of Spain. There is one city in the west coast of Spain right now that you can go there and eighty-five percent of every single person living in that modern city is type O or type or or, or type O negative. Okay, so, uh, but that doesn't mean that that's the only people who are. In fact, those wanderers. Okay, but that is a, that is the, the 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 stronghold. Now, because people get here and they have a past, a present, and a future, yada yada. Okay, and because you have. Uh, uh that separates things it makes it appear that we've been here longer than we really have and it makes it appear that we've been stuck longer than we really have the wanderers are people who hear the call that people are stuck by the people who are stuck crying out to the universe to help then they go and and when there's a coalition that's put together because they put together a coalition like here we have the coalition of venus And when that coalition was put together, then they go to the coalition and say, I want to volunteer to be a wanderer, to lower myself back to the third density and to come here. And Jesus said this in the Bible. You can look it up. I came here legally. When they when they questioned him and said, oh, you're what are you some sort of weird alien or something? You come from heaven. He said, no, I came here legally. That means. He was telling people who, are, who, are, who can re- see the esotericness of it, those who have the eyes to see or the ears to hear or the mind to know and translate, he was telling everyone in the world he's a wanderer. I came here legally. That means I did not come and possess someone's body or soul. I volunteered to come and, and vibrate at a lower level and to be reintegrated as if I was coming through for the very first time. And I was born in a human body and was raised as a human. But in fact, I am not from this planet, okay? And that is what that is what wanderers are. Jesus Christ. Yes, Jesus the Christ was a wanderer. But then again, so was Moses, so was uh, Elijah. I, David might have been, but David was pretty nefarious. He said that God chose the 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 Hebrews and that he needed to slaughter all of his enemies, and God told him to. So I'm pretty sure he was evil. Uh, And and when people come back as wanderers, by the way, 99% of the people that do that are in service to others, not in service to self. Evil people do not want to lose their position in line by going back and having to start all over. They do not want to do that. So they do not come back as wanderers. So the ones that you're dealing with are the ones that are here either for the first time or they're in their first cycle and they're stuck here with the rest of us. Okay. Okay. You don't have. There's only one percent of the entire population of wanderers that is evil, trying to come back here to help evil people. They just don't want to do it because they lose all of their power and all of their clout. They lose all their. They lose all their street cred. Okay. So Jen's O positive. So you're you're type O, right? There again, there's another typo. You see, uh, most of the people who come here that are wanderers that come here, when I ask them what their DNA is, most of the time they're 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 usually (laughs) of the same. DNA strand, okay. So, and it's not just because I my demographic is Europeans, right? That's just not it. There's Australians here, but then again, if you're if you're not Aborigine, but this person, right, you're Aborigine. T is Aborigine, right? Okay, and and I'm pretty sure that T is is uh, is a wanderer. Most people that are wanderers come find me. Or those of you who are about to wake up or are awake and don't know it yet, or you're not 100% awake. That's the reason I am a beacon. For you guys, and so is Peter, Peter the uh, Coyle, who was here talking I'm there to go There he is. Um, uh, Peter's part of the coalition that I am in that came here chasing the Orion Confederation. We also came from Orion, we came from Orion's belt. Um, and we came here. We're not evil, we're the opposite, we're chasing them to help the Patal, which I believe is us. The Patal are the baddest motherfuckers in the universe. When they decide to die on a hill, they will die to the last soul for a cause because that is what they do. So you don't want them to come over. there with the Furians. They are what Riddick was. Riddick took on an entire species of people and whooped that ass and became their king. Okay? So the Batal came here and landed. You shall not pass. Okay? So right I know you Casey I know you are we've talked before I know you're a wanderer right I know you are you know you are so wanderers came here because we heard the call and we came here to fight and we came here to win we don't lose we didn't come here we came here to um, might sacrifice ourselves julie says oh positive right there's another one Ju- we came here we we came here in the hopes that we would wake up this is what a wanderer is. So a wanderer comes here, and it's, not, it's different from a walk-in. A walk-in is somebody that Abraham Lincoln was a walk-in. A walk-in is somebody who uh, the some uh, another person went to someone who was supposed to do something. Say so Abraham Lincoln was supposed to become the president. <coughs> Pardon me. His soul was old, and he was just tired, man. He'd been here for a very, very long time. He'd probably been here for a couple hundred thousand years. And he said, I know that I made a promise to do this, but I don't know that I can do this. Please, God, help me. He cried out to the universe, please help me. So the soul heard that, went to the coalition and said, I can become Abraham Lincoln and do what Abraham Lincoln was supposed to do. I would like to become a walk-in and trade places and allow Abraham Lincoln out of his contract, the soul that is is that person, out of their contract, and I will become Abraham Lincoln. Okay, and so then they said approved if because everything's free will, if that soul agrees to it, you can take that soul's place. So while Abraham Lincoln was asleep, this spirit came to Abraham Lincoln and said, I have a deal for you. This is what we want to do. We know that you're tired and we know and we're we're going to allow you out of your contract. If you agree to this, I will take your place and I will become Abraham Lincoln. And your soul can go home and heal. And no one, you will not lose credit for not finishing the task that you were supposed to do. You've done enough. and No one will look at you any other way. And No one will say, there's the guy who quit. It's not going to happen. You will still get full credit for everything. Uh, but I will do it for you. And then I will be assassinated. And then uh, that legacy will live on in, in helping you know free the slaves and everything that happened because of Abraham Lincoln. And he said, deal. So literally, while he was asleep, Abraham Lincoln's soul left the body and he came in just as if he was channeling, only he stayed there and Abraham Lincoln's soul left. And that person, I say he only because it became Abraham Lincoln, who was in fact a male, that soul became Abraham Lincoln and continued on Abraham Lincoln's life until death. Okay. That's a walk-in. Most walk-ins know that they came in. And that there was a deal struck and they and they were they were sold from somewhere else okay right T well there you go right <laughs> she says my, she says my DNA is Australian Aboriginal Middle Eastern and Danish Viking. well there you go. I guarantee if you're da- if you're a Dane right that's that's like a hundred miles north of this of, of Spain where I'm talking about where that city is right So that means you were a Geet as well. Right. You're, you're Danish. So you're from Denmark, which is the border, the northern border of Spain. Right. So so that city is on the west in the north right there, the northwest of Spain. You can look it up. You can actually Google that and look up Rh negative factor. The most uh, what city in the world is got the highest concentration of, of uh typo negative people. And it'll bring up that city in the west coast of Spain. OK, so then the scientists went further with what the Strong's were talking about. Uh, that the australians looked into that uh, uh that uh, in fact africa did not repopulate the entire planet and that they came out of australia and norway uh and that now we're all mixed of course and so you have a lot of people with the negative factor that are but i have no african dna i'm not saying that because i'm Aryan and i'm and i'm i'm the white race no i'm not I'm, you know what i'm saying i'm not saying that because of that so so then they did the dna test they started testing people throughout Asia, Asia Minor. So we're looking at Mongolia, China, right? Southeast Asia, all of that. They're testing everybody's DNA all the way into Australia. And guess what they found out? That the Norwegians owned the known world before the Greeks did. Vikings. Okay? Now, this plays into the mummification of people in Mongolia and China where they have found White Caucasians with red hair and tattoos wearing kilts that were horse traders that were, in fact, mummified a thousand two thousand years ago. So all the trade routes that we think that were invented a 1,000 years ago were, in fact, trade routes that were invented 70,000 years ago and 60,000 years ago by the Vikings who owned the entire known world at the time. That also plays into the investigation here in North America, where they found that the Vikings were here far before Christopher Columbus, like 10,000 years before Christopher Columbus. So, the DNA of the people in America in 2015, or 2012, they found a girl in, in here in California, and they didn't get her DNA tested completely until toy mapped until 2015, and they found out that. The Native American girl they found, woman that they found who was 21 or 22 years old, mummified here in California, was in fact not Caucasian. Caucasian is Europeans who bred with Chinese or Asian people and then came across the land bridge into the United States, which created the Native Americans in the United States according to uh, history prior to 2015. They found that that woman had no Asian DNA. She was 100% Western European. And she was living in the state of California. The only way she could have gotten here is through that land bridge or transplanted. So they believe now that there was eight Native Americans that they thought were Native Americans that were made it across the land bridge uh, that were, uh, you know, in what? that bred with the the Asians as they moved and migrated and came to the United States and became the Caucasians that were the Native Americans. And now they found that there was, prior to that group coming across the land bridge, there was another group of people that lived in the United States that were, in fact, Vikings. Europeans, Western and Northern Europeans living on this entire continent prior to coming across the land bridge. It means they got here another way. OK, so that's been proven and that all of the languages, the base root languages of the people from Norway all the way to the Aborigines, but not the Aborigines in their language, because they those people have been around for at least I think they talk about four or five cycles. They may even remember all seven. We're on the seventh one now. I know that the Aborigines in Australia remember at least three other cycles before this one, before the deluge, three, three other ones. They remember the crystalline people. Raw talks about that. We just covered that. They came here, Raw came here in crystalline ships thousands of years ago. The Australians, the Aborigines, T, you should probably have heard these stories if you grew up with any Aboriginal stories in your life, which you probably did because you're Aboriginal, you're original people from Australia. You probably know these stories. Talking about the crystalline ships that came down from the sky. Aliens coming and visiting there. Raw claims they did eighteen thousand years ago. Okay, but it wasn't just them. The people from Atlantis were also flying crystalline ships. That is the the people that were the the um, um, uh, that are left over from the Luciferians. Okay, Lucifer was not in fact the devil, the evil thing that is ruling the the universe. Lucifer was a human being. Who, who was stranded here by his other people that were here, that was when Moldek and the war between Moldek, uh, after Moldek blew themselves up, the war that was between uh, um, the people on, uh, on uh, um, Mars and the people on Earth were at war with some, uh, with another race of people, hence the, the big swath on Mars and the Grand Canyon on Earth, both particle beam weapons. See, I'm telling you guys a whole bunch of shit that was not told by RAW that I know, of the history of what was going on, this is why the Oracle calls me the history book because I know all this stuff, and I'm not making any of it even up. All of it you can look up; it's corroborated by other insiders, by other people, right? They, they tell you this. So the when Moldek blew up, Moldek was holding uh, our ecosystem to where it is today, where the moon is actually uh, is, is keeping our ecosystem working. Moldek being in orbit—that's what we call the Kuiper Belt now. The people of Moldek blew themselves up testing nuclear weapons in a nuclear war, just like we have almost gotten into on this planet, okay? They, they got themselves stuck and got unstuck, and a lot of them have now are now here on Earth. That's why we have nuclear weapons, because they want to prove to themselves that they can go through that cycle and not blow themselves up. The people of Mars got into a war with another race, then, and, and it wasn't the Maldekians, and it wasn't Earth. A lot of people think there was a war between Earth and Mars, but it wasn't uh but the earth got attacked and so did mars and and uh, when but when Moldek blew up uh there was a war going on then too but Moldek didn't get blown up because of the war but it was because of the war they blew themselves up when they were working on weapons to to uh attack during the war and the, that had uh threw off our ecosystem so we didn't have an ecosystem so one of the satellite moons of Moldeck, one of the space stations that was uh, orbiting one of the moons of Moldeck survived, but was broken down. The motor's broken, but it survived. It was towed out of Moldeck's orbit because it was exploded and turned into the Kuiper Belt. And it was brought and set to where Earth is, and it's in orbit of Earth, and we call it our moon. It's actually a space station. And I don't know if they fixed the engines, but the engines were broken down during the war from a, a particle beam weapon, and they brought it, and they, and that, that is parked, and is, has been here like a duck blind ever since. I bet you guys didn't expect to get a history lesson, right? I apologize for those of you who came here to talk about spirituality, and now I'm giving you the, the history lesson side of the spirituality and why we're all, this is what this has to do with. Why are we all stuck here? Everything I'm telling you right now was the precursor to us being stuck, okay? and how we got stuck and why we got stuck. There was a lot of upheaval. Third dimension is third dimension, whether it's in the United States, over in Europe or Australia or off world, it's exactly the same. People are shitty, people are trying to take over. Right, <laughs> Jen says, I love it, keep going. People are shitty and people are trying to take over and people are evil and people are good. That's the dichotomy that happens. That is the battle that happens in the third dimension, okay? That is the the yin and the yang. That is the the battle between good and evil that you're supposed to choose. This is what all of this exercise is for. It's for children to climb out of their little playpen that they're stuck in and start to learn how to crawl and learn how to walk. Okay. So so the moon was brought into place and put in place. And the moon is actually orbits the Earth and and, and and Peter he'll attest to this. Some of you may know this. The moon is slightly moving away from us. The moon, the moon is slightly moving away from the earth every single second. It's getting further and further away from the earth, but it's still in, in orbit. The reason it's doing that, and let me explain this to you, and this is what Gary talked about last time when he was on the show last month, two months ago now, that he was talking about, was that our earth is tilted 23 degrees, 23.5 degrees off of, off of dead north. T- tilted. Because that happened during the blast, during the attack, during the uh, the swath that was the evil attack that made the Grand Canyon. Because let's face it, let's be honest, if the Grand Canyon was carved out by that river running through it for a million years, how come it's the only river anywhere on the face of the earth that is that deep? Am I supposed to believe it's the only river on the face of the earth that ran exactly in that exact same spot long enough to carve out a one mile deep swath out of the earth that no other river shows signs of carving the the earth by 30 feet, 50 feet, a half a mile. There is no other place. That's because that's not how it happened. It wasn't through erosion because we would have had many other examples around the world that people would be able to say, see, the Grand Canyon is here, but here's the river, blah, 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 in the country, blah, 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 that we have dated to be half as, as as old as the Grand Canyon and look, it's half as deep. You don't have any of that going on because it was cut with a particle beam weapon, just like the, the swath across Mars was cut by a particle beam weapon while the war was going on between the people, the human beings that lived on those three planets on this earth, on Mars and on Moldek and an alien race. Okay, or several other alien races had to do with the the invasion of the people coming from orion trying to take over but they can't get boots on the ground they can only attack if you are and have space travel they cannot land on your planet they're like this is where we get the vampire idea the vampiric the vampires to knock on the door and you have to invite the vampire into your house they otherwise the vampire cannot come in when they're explaining to you the vampire the vampire is a parody and is it is a, a parable talking about the evil That is the Orion Crusaders. This is what we're always warning about and talking about. The entire underlining theme of the law of one is teaching you there is only one God. And that these are the laws that that the universe have been created from. And oh, by the way, you are actually that God because you are, in fact, a mental construct, a daydream of the creator. Okay. So you are the actual creator yourself pretending. That you're somebody else. But for all of this to work and for you to have this organic experience of being alive, you had to forget that you were, in fact, the one. That's the law of veiling, the law of chaos. Okay. So part of chaos was the advent of evil people and people having the choice between being good or evil. But God put in there, or we put in there, a contingency. This is where you read in the Bible where the devil will be unleashed onto the earth for a time, which suggests there is a beginning, a middle, and an end to that time. Not the devil will be unleashed on earth forever, but for a time. That was also esoteric and trying to tell you that the time comes to an end, which means The devil only has a purpose that has a beginning, has a middle, and has an end. And this is what this entire experience is about. You're supposed to be learning that there is something higher than yourself, and you're supposed to be learning how to best the devil in you. Which wolf do you feed, the devil on your left shoulder or the angel on your right shoulder? The devil on your left shoulder is in service to self and is nefarious. The angel on your right shoulder is in service to others and is holy and good. Do you see? So for you to have an organic experience, you could not remember that you created all of this and this scenario to scare yourself and to give you the choice to see what would happen. Okay? But evil only can go so far because once you become an adult, then... There is no more. Once you make the choice, then you either lose the, the devil on your left shoulder or you lose your conscience on your right shoulder, the angel on your right shoulder. You lose one or the other. You either become evil and you stop listening to that wolf that is good and you only listen to the wolf that is bad, that is egoic, or the other way around. You only listen to that wolf that is good that says don't do that, your conscience. that says don't do that. You wouldn't want someone to do that. You know that's wrong. Don't rape that little girl. Don't steal that. Don't shoot that person. Don't lie about that person. Any of those things that are evil, that are negative. And when you listen to that wolf and feed that wolf, the ego then wanes. The ego starts to diminish and eventually goes away. And that's when I tell you the first step of avoiding a trap is knowing of of its existence. So you have to realize that the yin and the yang are, in fact, parts of your subconscious, part of your psyche. So the, the ego and the id according to um, Freud, the id. And that's what Jung also talked about, the, the id. And the shadow work that Carl Jung talked about is dealing with those, all those demons within yourself, all the things that you have done that are, in fact, wrong, all the things about yourself that you know are wrong, and admitting them to yourself so that you can fix them and write them and become not evil anymore unless you choose evil. You can do that if you want. But you have to realize that the design in the law of one is that nefariousness, the free will choice of of being either good or evil, only runs through halfway through the sixth density, the sixth dimension. And then it stops. Stonewall, dead, you cannot go further no matter how evil you are or think you are. You cannot go further. So that is the devil being unleashed for a time. That doesn't necessarily mean, and it's not supposed to mean, that you will live here until halfway through the sixth dimension or sixth density before anything changes because that's not true. Okay, Once you leave the third density and you move into the fourth density, there is no more evil living on the planet you're living on. So Earth, which is still here, which is fourth, Evil is not here anymore. Evil has to go to a planet of evil people that is in a a different uh, uh, galaxy. So now that's where the war was happening that was between planets, between galaxies, or between uh, solar systems in planets. That war can happen there, but, uh, but you can't get the boots on the ground. So the only thing you can do is destroy the souls that are there and try to get them to recycle so that you can control the area and occupy the area that they live in. But in third dimension, which is where we are, in third density, this is all the law of one, guys. I'm not talking politics. I'm not talking any, any of that. This is all in the law of one. We will cover this. In this reality that we see where it's the only place, by the way, where past, present, and future is separated, except for first and second. So the first, the second, and the third densities are the only places that have a past, a present, and a future separate from one another. After that, when you go to the 4th, the 5th, the 6th, the 7th, all the way up, all of that happens now. There's no differentiation. Your past, your present, and your future is now. Okay? So the coalitions that are out there, the coalition of planets, is in this sector, in this in this solar system, is on Venus. Okay? They're like the rings of Saturn. They are in the 8th density. But they also span the 4th, from the 4th, the 5th, the 6th, the 7th, and the 8th, and and people in all of those densities, but not 3rd, so we can't see them. So you can go there, and you can't see them. You can go to the rings of Saturn, and you'll just see ice particles floating around in some weird uh, formation that for somehow, for some reason, stays in these little bands. But inside there, in the 8th dimension, or the 8th density, is an entire species that is currently living there. Okay. Billions of people like on the planet Earth living in those rings. But they can't see us. We can't see them. They could they could actually see us easier than we can see them. Because it's easier for them to look at a lower vibration than it is for us to look at a higher vibration. We can barely see the cloaked ships that are here floating around our space that are, that are three and a half to four density. Okay? That are here on this planet. And communicate with them. We can barely do that. They talked about that with Vimanas in the Mahabharata and the Bhagavad Gita, which I always say wrong. I'm going to have to learn how to say that word properly. It took me a long time to get to say Ubuntu properly <laughs> without saying Ubuntu like there was another M in there. Ubuntu. Okay, so Ra's talking about the quarantine right now and the scares dawn, right? So I'll continue with that. We'll see if we can get through. I know we've only gone through five questions. There's a reason that I'm translating this stuff for you and there's information that Raw couldn't tell then that I can tell you now. Okay? That Raw just in, in 1981 to 1984 there were still things that had to be secret things have happened. Those of you who are in the in the uh different groups with me in the chat, you guys saw that video that was put up a month or two ago now from Drumvallo deck where he went to say something and then stopped. And then seem to, seemingly communicating with someone that wasn't there, which you can say, oh, maybe he was talking to the producers and they were going, no, don't tell him anything like that. But that's not what was happening for those of you who are, in fact, a medium in any way you realize that he wasn't. And then he said, I can't tell you about that because something else needs to happen first. He was stopped by the universe from telling information that he knows that he can't talk about only to people who actually are able to uh, use that information. It, we talk about this in the magic world. Uh, there was a, um, a show that I did several years ago now, about five years ago. Aaron Fowler was on that. He's one of the co-hosts, the uh, co-creators with me on Skull Island, the podcast we do on Wednesdays, which we've been off the air for the last few weeks. We Hopefully we'll be back soon. Uh, and he was on that, and we talked about you know magic with a K, okay, as opposed to magic with a C. That's high magic. And only people who uh, can transmute high magic – can actually understand when you're talking about high magic, because you're not ready for it. If you're not ready for it, the universe won't give it to you. It's the same thing with me knowing something and any medium, and I've said this before, any medium worth their weight in anything, a lot of times they won't tell you this and they just try to get past it without telling you that there's something I can't tell you because this is something you need to go through on your own. The universe won't allow them to tell you that. So a lot of times they'll just say to you, this is something that you have to discover on your own. And they'll never tell you that they know it, but they can't tell you because the universe will really, literally, I tried to do that on air one night and I, this is not too long ago. this is like a month ago. And I laughed about it because Malchizedek did it, uh, which was, it turned out a month earlier, but it was on the video that I saw the next day, which was hilarious. The, the video I saw literally less than 24 hours is about 18 hours after I did it. I went to say something and tried to tell you guys on air. And my, my mouth froze, and I could not say it. And when I said I was going to say it and concentrated on it, the memory of it disappeared. And I no longer even remembered what I was going to say to you until after I got off air. And then I went, oh, yeah, I was going to tell them that, but I can't. But it was the the because I was trying to force it, my higher self, my higher, higher self, the universe itself, the coalition maybe, had a a say in it said no 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 they can't know that there are some people that can't hear that and you will reach them before they are ready for that information not just information like i'm telling you now that might blow your freaking mind not just this but information that would have blown your mind even more than this that i'm telling you what i'm telling you right now is able for every human being on this planet, in this planet, off this planet, that can hear this conversation that is in third dimension, it is okay for them to know. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Okay? So it's not like I'm making it up because there's other people that say the same thing I'm saying to you right now. You can look this up. Right? And I tell people that. Don't believe me. Think I'm full of shit. Write it all down. Or write down the time that I said it so you can go back and write it down. And then, then look that up. You'll find that there's other people that are saying the same thing that I'm saying. And it's not people that I know. We're not a mass conspiracy of, uh, of uh, you know, 100 million of us uh, or 50,000 of us worldwide who talk to each other every day. And you guys don't know about it. And we have secret things that we're making up in a story that we tell only to each other. And we make sure that we have the same story straight. It just not happens. It doesn't happen that way. Okay. Yeah, right? Casey said, yeah, the look on his face was undeniable. You could tell, right? Casey, I'll put that up on the screen for those of you who are on the MP3 file. Casey saw the video and she said the look on his face was undeniable. You could tell that he wasn't speaking to another human being. He was talking to somebody outside of his body in the universe that said, no, you can't tell them that yet. Remember, this has to happen in real life before you can tell them. But he did tell things that I was still holding back. And once I saw that video and went, okay, then I can talk about that. And I've gone and pushed past what he was talking about in that video. Those of you who saw the video know this. And I've pushed past that to see how far I could go after I was uh, aware that a Maltese was was giving some of this information. And if a Maltese deck, that's a title in a religion that is a Merlin title. So if a Merlin is able to tell you this, then this Merlin can tell you this. And that's what I did. Okay? <laughs> Jim says, me too. I'm all yours." Right? Right, because Denise said I can't get enough of this. So when I heard a Melchizedek deck who has the same title as I do, only oh, I'm a druid. And so I have a Merlin title, which is the same as the Melchizedek deck title, which is the same as the as the Jedi Knight, which is the same as the Christian minister, which I do have all of those, by the way, except for the Melchizedek Deck title. But I do I am I have been knighted by the Roman Catholic Church. So I am a minister in that church. I also was uh, given a ministry uh, through the Universal Life Church in Phoenix, Arizona. You can actually go to their website and find my name listed. They have a license and an ID card and the whole nines and the clergy badge and all of that. Um, and then over in, in uh, uh, not Australia, but in, in um, um, New Zealand, the Jedi Knight uh, School in New Zealand. I have a Jedi title through them. And my Merlin title was given through uh, through my uh, father, which is a a, a a title that is given uh, to genetically, uh, given down through my family. Uh, but I had to go to school, which started when I was about four years old. Uh, and I didn't get the title until I was 16. Uh, it's not a joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. I started training at, at like four or five or maybe six years old. And I went until 10 years minimum before I got the title from my father. Okay. So I don't have a piece of paper for that one, but you know, if you're learned, you're learned. If you're not, you're not and if i'm lying about it people are going to find out that i'm full of shit really quickly and then everyone's going to talk and everyone's going to say don't listen to that guy he's a nutcase he just doesn't know what he's talking about so the so one of the one of the oracles calls me the history book because of all of this that i know she's in, she's the one who if you need to find out what alien race you were in which lifetime she'll tell you where you came from and she'll go back 100,000 years and tell you this is where you originally came from when your soul was first created. And then you went here, then you went here, and then you went here. But when it comes to the events of, of the universe itself, she doesn't know everything that goes on. And She calls me. and what is What happened when, when okay, the first galactic war that was uh, a, a trillion years ago in this quadrant. Oh, oh you mean the war of, and I'll, and I'll get going and start talking about it. She's like, how do you know this stuff? I'm like, I don't know how I know. it. I just know that for some reason my soul, has been the person who, for some reason, made sure to learn all military history in third dimensional, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and up to sixth. Halfway through the sixth, but at least to the to the fifth dimensional warfare that has taken place in this quadrant of of this universe and most of this universe uh, uh, for for the last trillion or three or four trillion years. I don't know why, but I know it. And so the closer you get to where we are right now, the more I know about what's going on. That's why I was, and I denied this title. I was given by the Galactic Council about six years ago now, five years ago, the title of alien expert. And I said, I don't know everything about aliens. The hell are you talking about? I'm not going to ever use that title. I don't really use it now, but I talk about it mention that I have it. Now I understand why. Six years ago, I didn't understand why. Even though I wrote a book about it, I didn't understand why. I'm like, I only know about 15 alien races. Now I know about way way more right even even the the centipedes and the in the praying mantises which the praying mantises are the reason for the american government making you uh, uh, go to school uh, when you're going to work on one of their military bases where you're going to see aliens because the praying mantises kept giving people heart attacks they'd fucking shit themselves when they saw a praying mantis that was you know eight to nine feet tall walking down the hallway Uh, And uh, people would have the first guy that was a security guard uh, died of a heart attack on the spot. So uh, when people started dropping dead and shooting at them, uh, almost causing intergalactic wars, they decided that they needed to show people, okay, you're going to be a security on one of our underground military bases. There are certain things you need to know. So you need to realize this going in. And of course, so that's a higher level of security. But they had to do that because these people would shit themselves and start shooting thinking that the base was under attack by some alien race and they were actually there to take a shit, right? It stopped in to get gas and they're on their way to go and get some snacks. Not kidding. Right? Like a gas station. They landed on earth. <laughs> These are trading partners. Hey, I'm on my way to such and such, but I, while I'm here, I wanted to pick up some more adrenal chrome, trade you guys a couple of my slaves, pick up a snack and head out. Can you guys fill up the ship? Right? So it's like Han Solo popping in with some trade goods and he gets out of the, the, and he's walking down the corridor, and somebody who's an, uh, a lizard sees a human being and decides to eat him. You know what I mean? So you got a praying mantis and they're trying to shoot the praying mantis. He's trying to go take a shit. Okay. And that's the true story, by the way. <laughs> that's the scary part of that truth. That happened. That happened in 1939 uh, in here in the United States. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, and he was just trying to go take a shit. That is not a joke. That's the laughable thing that the government laughs about. He was literally going to the bathroom and going to go to the snack machine and get a snack and then head back to his ship while he was getting fueled up and leaving. And he was going, to, and the guy tried to kill him and then died of a heart attack right in front of him. Anyway, okay, so the Coalition of Planets, this this one that was, you heard him, 53 races, okay, are quarantining this solar system because of the oran Crusaders, and this is what the warning of RAW is in this entire operation—that is the 106 channeling sessions—that is the RAW material. Not not just that, but uh, you know everything else is involved in the spirituality, and then talking about some events which I talked to to Gary about today um, that they couldn't have known in 1981. He's talking about events, and he'll be talking about this tomorrow that in the code that was given in Rendrals from forest a little commercial for my show tomorrow that i'm producing on my group ancient aliens worldwide that they gave stuff in the binary code that they got from touching the the spaceship that that, what's his name um i can't think of his name right now i'd have to look on i don't have facebook open who we did an interview with last year he touched it and got the binary code and wrote it all down then then he gave it to his partner and him, the CIA, and a bunch of other people started trying to translate it, and they broke the code. I heard about this in 2015 or or so, 2012, 2015, somewhere around there, so I knew part of the code, and I knew what it meant. Peter, you'll know this, and I can tell you this now, only because he told me that it was okay, because it was a minimal part, and it is out there already, that part of the binary code, Peter Coyle will be interested in this was high brazil okay the binary code part of the binary code that they gave was coordinates that when you track it down is currently above it's just in the middle of water <clears throat> water outside the 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 gates the, the pillars of hercules right where high brazil was which is up in more northern than people think everyone thinks that that high brazil is in fact atlantis nope different 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 spaceship (laughs) different spaceship okay high brazil was the coordinates and it said the binary code part of the binary code that that is translated by him i don't know if he's going to talk about this tomorrow but it'll be in his book part of the binary code are coordinates that lead you to and some of them are going to be you'll hear about the ones that lead to the giza Plateau and what all that means we talked about that today some of you know that the um that the longitude of the uh, pyramid at giza the big one uh is the uh the exact same number as the speed of light in meters per second if you don't know that that's true okay so right so casey's saying i've been getting a message about high brazil we'll have to talk about that casey so the message in the binary code was the coordinates of high brazil which is underwater and they said we were there stationed at this place studying your people on this planet and we will be again now if you know anything about irish history because the irish more so than other uh viking races especially the Gaels. Not the Gauls, not the Gallics, but the Gaelics, the Gaels, which are the which is what we call the Celts. That was just a I've gone. The reason I call myself Kelto Stormcrow. Kelto is a is a, a offshoot word of Keltoy. But Keltoy sounds like you're some like girl named Kelly's toy. So I went with Kelto instead of Keltoy. So I took off a letter of the Greek alphabet off of the word Keltoy. It was uh, T O E Keltoy. That means those people who live up north who are non-Greek. that's what they call the Vikings.? <laughs> okay, So to this day, we call them the Celtic people or the Celts. And if you're Scottish, Gallic, you speak the Gallic language, not the Irish language, not the Gaelic language, or the Irish language or the or the uh, original um, Welsh. Then you say Celtic or Celt, like the Celtic Frost or the Celtics of Boston. then and that drives us crazy. Because the Scots don't know how to speak our own language. <laughs> right? I, I hate to say that, but Peter knows what I'm talking about. So he's Irish. Peter lives in Ireland, right? Peter grew up in Ireland. I'm an American born Irish, but my, my Gaelic isn't as good as his. His Irish is better than mine. He and I need to talk in Irish far more than we do. So, uh, right? It says, uh, High Brazil is latitude 369 off the coast of Ireland. Okay. And then it says, precise degrees one zero one zero so so again it's in a it's in a place that is depicted by three six and nine which is the the three the six and the nine three plus three equals six three plus six equals nine three plus, uh, uh, nine equals twelve the three the six and the nine which is the energies as above so below which is a lie which the the real saying is as below so above as within so without that's the correct way of saying it and the correct way of thinking about it so the They've corrupted all of that to keep us from learning. This is what's been taken from us, why we're stuck. How does this have to do with the law of one, Leo? For those of you that are here for the first time, you're like, what the hell does that have to do with the law of one? The reason that we're stuck is the veiling got corrupted. Okay, The veiling is part of the laws of one that have to do with the the law of confusion, the law of chaos. Uh, And uh, you're veiled. That's the law of confusion. So you don't know that you are, in fact, connected to or you are in fact the one true creator of the universe to have an organic experience you have to forget that and not know so when you're born i think therefore i am and you're born into the place of i do which is the yellow ray the third chakra which is our sun is the is the yellow ray sun coming through here so it's the third chakra in this in the universe that is coming through to the third planet from that third chakra, which is this planet, our planet we call Earth, which is, in fact, named Terra. And uh, you're Terran, by the way. You're not an Earthling. You're Terran on the planet Terra, and that is uh, orbiting the star Sol. Those are the actual names of these places, but we all have nicknames for them. That's the sun. That's the moon. This is Earth, and I'm an Earthling. Take me to your leader, Earthling. Okay. So when you're born in the place of doing, which is the third yellow ray uh, chakra, which is the third chakra in your uh, major arcana seven major arcana chakra from the bu- base of red to orange to yellow, the in this place is the first place you I think, therefore I am, the first place that you are sentient, that you are aware of yourself other than being running on uh, instinct. So when you start thinking, you're born in this place in this place is where you have to choose which organic experience that you're going to have because we the creators of the entire universe as an entire species as a one mind we wanted to know what it would be like to have every possible experience we could ever imagine so we imagined a universe and in that universe we imagined An unlimited amount of people, and we put them here. But we also did this and left ourselves clues so that we would graduate. So, where are you going with this whole thing? Well, how did that have to do with the 369 and High Brazil, Leo? I'm getting to it. Please have faith. So, we leave clues everywhere for ourselves in everything in the Bible, in every book ever written, in every visual, in every painting, in every place. High Brazil was in the exact longitude and latitude of three six nine binary code zero or one zero one zero degrees and it, they're longer than that but those are the first uh, uh, parts of the code the the pyramid on the plateau of Giza the longitude longitude depends on where you are in the world and how you pronounce that potato to, uh, potato tomato tomato the longitude line is the is three hundred and eighty six thousand Feet per second per second or meters per second per second. Okay. It is the exact same number. It's designed for us to leave us clues to that which is higher in dimensional reality and spirituality and vibration than ourselves to give us the information slowly through what we call in the industry osmosis, which means it gets into your head, into your soul into your subconscious whether you know it or not and it affects you so even if you didn't realize what is three six three nine six mean three six nine is what it actually is he's he's talking and his computers tripping on it what is that well that's the the power of the universe as below so above and that's in the Bible that way so when you hear as above so below that's the lie that they told I, I said that our reality was corrupted right so the the veiling happened and we were erased our mind was erased but then there was clues that were obvious and when the nefarious people saw the obvious clues they corrupted them and they still do to this day to keep you from learning that because they want to keep you stuck so you can be their slaves because they found a use for you in the third dimension one is the adrenal chrome which is the adrenaline that is in your brain that they can siphon and use as a drug but moreover, which what you don't know, and this is only told in only one fable in all of history that I've found so far. In the Viking folklore, what is called Bohemian in the West, the Viking folklore of Thor and Odin and all of that pantheon. They say that Odin forced, and they put this in the movies, by the way, forced the dwarfs that lived under the mountain. To make his weapons. Okay, that was a parody, and it wasn't Odin who was doing this. It was actually the Frost Giants, but they don't tell you that in the story. They can't tell you it's the Frost Giants because it's too close to reality. Okay, we humans are the dwarfs that live under the mountain. In the TV movies or the movies that were in the in the uh, uh in you know out in the theaters and then on television where Thor goes and has to have one of the dwarfs. The dwarf is like 20 feet tall, played by an actual dwarf in real life, uh, a very, very talented actor who was in uh, Game of Thrones uh, and a bunch of other shit, but notably in the Game of Thrones, he played the dwarf in the the Thor movie. Uh, In the last one, uh, I forgot what one it was called. It was the one where they were trying to find all the stones that had incorporated uh, all of the different groups together. And they had to go throughout time, which that whole thing... If you watch uh, uh, Dr. Strange uh, and then watch that movie, it makes a little bit more sense. But either way, if you watch both of those and then watch Dr. Strange, um, that entire, entire thing is telling you about what's going on with getting unstuck. Okay. And and the magic with the K. And they talk about that in there. Okay. So the dwarves under the mountain were forced by the gods to make their weapons. Humans on this planet are currently slaves making weapons for the consortium, the Cabal, whatever you want to call them, the Crusaders, the Orion Crusaders, that fuel their weapons to take over and have been taking over other third-dimensional planets on their way to the center of this galaxy, which Errol, the alien, that didn't exist, that didn't crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1948, that didn't give an interview, that I didn't do like 28 weeks of that interview, talked about the people making the weapons and this planet being a launching point. In fact, the Kuiper Belt being the waypoint where you stop off and get gas and load up your troops where nobody can find you for the invasion of the center of this this, uh, galaxy, this universe. Okay, so she came through in 1948, 1947 to 1948 by the time she uh, left. Okay, and was telling the same thing that Raw was talking about in 1981 to 1984. Think about that now. But nobody knew about this, so it wasn't like Carla and Dawn Record could have read this interview. Because the interview was locked up in the CIA and NSA archives, uh, eyes only in the United States. The presidents couldn't even see. And the only person who had a copy of it was the woman who was the nurse who was the only person that could communicate to this alien that she stole from the CIA that they forgot she even fucking had. And before she euthanized herself, and Peter will tell you about that because she was under a pseudonym living in Ireland, before she died, she was dying and she euthanized herself, before she had that assisted death happen, she took all the information that she had been keeping since 1947 and gave it to a reporter and said, this needs to get out to the world. That reporter put it together and then did a video reading the entire correlation of all that stuff. And I have that video. It's out there for you guys to find if it hasn't been taken down. I have it on the hard drive. And I used that. And I did 27 or 28, whatever it was, 23 to 28 shows on, the, on Friday night on Orion Rising like I'm doing here for the long one. And I did that this last year. This year. I started it. I don't know when I started it. I think it was last year. And, I, and, and I'll have to look back in my archives. But you you go back, you'll find it. And it says, alien interview. Episode number blah, blah, blah. And you, and some of you that are here in this audience now were there. I know Denise was. Right? Because she used to uh, joke about that. There was a few others who were in the audience Say Peter, of course. Peter uh, Coyle. He was there and here. So they can attest to this. So... She was telling of the same information, but she was also talking that there was an invasion that was a force that was here before that they were calling the old guard. And that they came through and that they were trying to save us from the old guard. That's the excuse they used to get boots on the ground. Julie was there, too. That's right. So that was the excuse they used to get boots on the ground that we're here to to save you from your captors that have gotten you stuck. And in fact, they were the invasion force themselves. But they, so, they, so they signed a deal uh, with the American government to let them put their feet on the ground. The Germans had already signed on. The Americans signed on when they realized that the Germans won the actual uh, Second World War. You can watch the documentary Above Majestic or the other one uh, by um, Frank, uh, I can't of his name right now, I interviewed him, uh, uh, Packing for Mars, where uh, Eleanor Eisenhower, uh, is the granddaughter of, of uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, uh, who is a, a, a at least a wanderer, but I think she's a walk-in. Uh, I think, I'm not sure which uh, she claims that she is, but there are some of the people who think they're walk-ins are, in fact, wanderers, and they're not sure of what they are. Uh, but uh, So a lot of them are like, I'm a walk-in. Well, okay, so who was the soul that was in your body before you were there? I'm a wanderer. I was born here legally. I wasn't born for the first time in this body. Some of the walk-ins, this is the first time they've been here. I've been here for approximately at least, okay, I've been here for at least 150,000 years. Some say 175,000 years. I've been on this planet for a very, very long time. I don't know who I was in history, and I and sometimes I was nobody, right? I know of three lives that I was. One of which I was in Scotland in the Highlands. I was a Viking, and I got run through with a broadsword, and I laid dying, bleeding to death, uh, laying on uh, uh, laying on my back with my head downhill. Uh, laying uh, over the top of the body of one of my kinsmen that I fell over, and he was already dead, and um, the river of blood was running from my left side and hitting my face, and I thought it was water from the rain, and I looked and realized that it was blood from the amount of people that had been slaughtered above me. Uh, The blood was running like a little river down the side of my head, hitting my head and rolling around my head and continuing on down the hill, and I laid there until I died, and I woke up, uh uh, alive in my uh uh, next to my wife standing straight up in the bed looking and trying to find where i was run through because i could still feel the pain and i told her and i don't remember his name now but i told her her, his name where he died when he died and we looked it up and that person died exactly the way in history that i claimed that that was me another time i was here in the united states in the old west and i was robbing a bank i might have been part of the the uh, uh younger gang i'm not sure Uh, They were part of Jesse Jennings gang I I don't know I was robbing a bank And the citizens set up uh, uh, And were tired of being robbed So they secretly hid And waited for us to rob the bank And when we came out They shot us up And me and two other guys Didn't make it And all the rest of our guys Skinned out and made it And I was shot dead And died on the streets And they let me lay there Until I died The other time I was living here in California uh, A little bit further south Which is weird Because that probably was my I don't know if that was my last life It couldn't have been But it might have been It's weird That I was born in the San Francisco Bay Area And that's where I lived I was a Native American and I lived in the in the San Francisco Bay Area and I died there. And that was uh, uh, because I was in love with this woman and um, I ended up dying, trying to win her hand. Uh, and it was her father who didn't like me. And it was the same story as the O'Neils, how they got came to power. Only uh, the O'Neils came to power because the old man liked the the thought he was crazy and gave him his daughter's hand. This Native American didn't want me to survive. So they were doing everything to kill me off. And, uh, basically I died and my would be wife, his daughter committed suicide because she would rather be dead with me than to be alive without me. And, and I ended up marrying her, uh, in this life and now we're divorced and we lived in the exact area that that whole thing happened. And I only know that because we were sitting in her backyard of her parents' house on a deck where they had a spa, a hot tub. And I was sitting and, uh, I said to her, Uh, And our son, who was up above us uh, listening to us talk, uh, I was sitting and she was down below me and I said, you know, this used to be a meeting place for the Native Americans. And she said, yes, it did. And they used to come here every spring and they would meet in these in all of these uh, uh, turkeys that live out here. These wild turkeys lived here then and they would feast off the wild turkeys, but they made sure to make sure that they could still survive. And here they are hundreds of years later, and they're still living in the same open space. Isn't that weird? She said, yeah, I know. She comes walking up, and I said to her, welcome to my kiva, madam. Won't you please come in and sit down? I thought I was speaking to her in English when I said that. She thought I was speaking to her in English when she heard it. She understood me, and she answered me and was very polite and came in and offered me some of the food that she had on a plate from the barbecue, and I started talking back to her, and our son got up and said, what the fuck are you guys doing? And we're like, what, what do you, what, what are you saying? And he's like, what language are you speaking? And we're like, what are you, we're speaking English. What are you talking about? And he says, you are now, you weren't a minute ago. And we were like, yes, we were. We were, um, we were communicating with each other. He says, you guys were speaking native American and you were speaking it really fucking good. And you were talking to each other. And I have no idea what you were saying. And we looked at each other and she looked at me and she said, well, I just speaking uh, native American. And I said, I don't know. I thought you were, I understood every word you were saying. We regressed right then because of the energy of the place. And we literally started talking to each other in in the Native American language of 250 years ago in the United States of the people who lived here at that time. And I had no idea. And it was because we were those people that lived in that area at the time. And so that channeled through to us. And he heard us and was like, what the fuck is going on? So those lives that I did, I don't know that I did anything that had anything to do with anything but where I helped anybody in any way. And I know that the last life I had just before this, I didn't do shit. And I know that because my, my current ex-wife, uh, who, who uh, when, before we were married back when we were 22 years old, at the time we were 21 or 22, she went to a psychic, and, and I heard the tape of it afterwards, and she asked the psychic about me. And and because she was wondering if she should marry me, and neither one of us were awake enough to know anything that we had. We just knew that we were drawn to each other. We still do. And my current ex-wife, the one I just divorced, or she just divorced me, we divorced each other. Um, also, we there the three of us have an issue in throughout time, where we're in this this uh, three-person triangle, this love triangle. And there's times where I left one of them for the other one. And there's times where one of them left me for the other one. There's times where the other one left me or them, or we all have left each other for the other one. We've killed each other. My first wife um, killed me once in battle and I killed her another lifetime where, uh, where we were both kings once she was a female queen and, uh, and we fought together and died together uh, against both of our, our armies. Uh, because we didn't want to kill each other and we turned around and, and fought against our own people and eventually got killed by our own people we know these things now but we didn't know them at the time <clears throat> so she goes to a psychic and she says about me leo talking about lenny she called me lenny and she still does she calls me len now or sometimes leo but lenny and len and asked about and they laughed that i say they because it wasn't just one person it was the psychic channeling uh, people and. Um, She said, Why are you laughing? And she says, We're watching him very intently. She said, What do you mean? Well, he's been here for a very long time thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of years. And he got mad at the universe in the life before this last one. And he got pissed off and he said, I'm quitting. I'm not doing this shit anymore. When I die, and I get recycled, I am not going to fucking do shit anymore. I'm tired of this. I'm done with it. So I was mad, and I had a temper tantrum, and my entire last life, I refused to teach. Refused to do anything spiritual or have any part of any spirituality. I just lived my fucking life, and whatever happened, happened, and then I died. And then when I was reborn in this life... The universe was waiting to see if I was going to get back to work and do what I signed on to do. Not kidding you. That's what I was told when I was 21 years old. And at the time, I was trying to decide whether or not I wanted to do what I'm doing now. Because I was already being trained by my father and had been given the Merlin title. And my father had already told me it, that I needed to be on the trek of learning about every religion on the face of the earth before I choose a religion because I need to know the information and talk to everybody, not just read their books, but talk to the people who teach it and go to their synagogues or their churches or their places of worship and see how they worship and what they do and learn all of that. And I was already a, a person who, uh, who, as my philosophy teacher said, had the bug. Philosophy is, a, is a, a word that's a Greek word that means the love of knowledge or the knowledge of love. And I already had that bug in me, so I was already learning everything I could possibly learn, and I'm still doing that to this day. So I hear all of this. I'm in the middle of trying to decide. I already have people, psychics, telling me from that lady telling me about it and other psychics telling me that I also have a higher uh, purpose. Then I go to a psychic to find out, and this psychic doesn't know the other psychic, and I show up, and she says, are you aware that your that your energy arrives 10 to 15 minutes before you do i said yeah i've kind of been told that should i tone that down and she says no don't ever do that it's who you are she said you don't know who you are do you and i said well yeah and she says "No, no no you know who you are in this lifetime but you don't know who you are do you and i said well no and she says you're not all the way awake yet and i said no she said we need to open your third eye and I said, why is that? She said, I can't tell you that. One day you're going to know who you are. I know now who I am. Okay. And my ex-wife, to this day, still is waiting for my explanation because she saw me in a guise that is not this human construct that was dragonkin. For those of you who know anything about Weimern or or any of those video games. Okay. That Literally, that I appeared to her in golden armor, 19 feet tall, and I was a dragon, but I didn't have the long body and the long tail. But I was in the Draco. And I still haven't explained to her who that was. She knows who it is, but she doesn't know that it's me. Okay? and that would be the only thing that you would know what that means on this earth is a gargoyle that's a dragon that is upright that is not the draco that is the defenders of all of spirituality the churches that's why all the roman catholic churches have gargoyles those really exist <laughs> that cartoon which was funny back in the 70s and 80s or 80s and 90s was funny but it was there but it was information in there that was telling you about the gargoyles Okay. That's only one guy's from one reality, but I couldn't tell her about that because she wasn't ready to get that information. I can tell you guys about it because it's just another reality that I occupy. You all do too. You just don't know it. That's why I can tell you about it. Okay. In two different realities that are three dimensional, one of which I'm a yellow dragon, and another I am a red dragon. Okay. And those are dragon dragons with the wings and the body and the tail, European style dragon. In those realities, one of which I am in this reality, out phased from where we are now, right? If you're Celtic, anyone from Europe, you know them as the wee kin, right? The wee folk, you know that the fairy mounds and the fairy kin, that the dragons are part of that, okay? Dragons are part of the fairy kin. So those who are, are Celtic or Irish or Gaelic, or or especially if you're Welsh or Irish, you know what I'm talking about. And if those of you were brought up in America that have some of that DNA in you, you probably heard the stories, right? Those disappear when you get too far north in the Viking uh, pantheon, but they just change. They're still there. They just change to something else. And I don't want to get involved in that because that's teaching spiritualism, and I'm not here to teach a class on. I might be. I will be doing that in the future, teaching a class on the comparative uh, religions, the comparative spiritualism. That's why I dove into it slightly, like I did here. Okay. So the only place in all of history that I found, and if you guys find it in a scroll somewhere, let me know and I'll read about it, that tell you the story of the dwarves under the mountain that are making the forced to make weapons. That is who the human race is. We're we're under this inside this planet, inside the planet, in these 186 military bases and other places that were already there that the Draco occupy. Because the Draco have been here for more than 2 million years. And they live uh, inside the planet. So inside the planet where their entire society is, they have slaves as well. Human, born on on the United States, China, and all around the world. Slaves that are, that are generations separated from seeing the top side who have been told. And they're also off-world, by the way, on Mars, Venus, a couple other places, on the moon where they literally have never been born they're from Earth. Their DNA is from this planet, but they've never seen it. Because they were told that there was a nuclear war and that the top side of the Earth was completely devastated and everyone on top has been gone and dead for hundreds of years. This is what they were trying to do in 1994, for real, in real life. They were going to do that. When Bill Clinton was in the president of the United States, and there is a story that, that I heard prior to hearing the story of them, which raw talks about the, uh, real, It's really all uh, when we get to it, I'll show you where it is, because it's very, very veiled. Raw talks about it. They were going to blow up coal, the planet, they were going to be literally to kill everybody off. And then anyone who was born would only be born into slavery. Because if you're born on this planet, you wouldn't be born topside. You'd only be born inside because they were going to nuke the entire crust of the earth all the way around and kill everybody on on topside. Hillary Clinton was talking to her hairstylist, joking and laughing about the culling that was going to happen soon and how everyone in the earth was going to be sacrificed and killed and culled so that they would all die and be born again as slaves. Joking about it to her hairstylist, who then leaked that information. And I got that information from the coalition prior to knowing, afterwards asking questions and finding out that it was true. And oh, by the way, she was talking about this incident where they were planning to blow up everybody on the planet by launching a nuclear war on purpose, just to wipe everybody out, because too many people were waking up, and they needed a new deluge. They needed a new catastrophic event that wiped out the billions of people on the top of the earth. And they would keep all the billions, the millions and millions, hundreds of millions that they have as slaves in the earth, on the moon or in the moon, in uh, Mars and in Venus. Not a joke. I know some of you guys are going to think I'm crazy and I made this shit up. And you're probably listening to this going, I'm going to turn this fucker off. He's lost his mind here. The coalition of venus intervened came down here and rendered every single nuclear weapon on the entire planet inert no more nuclear radiation weapons anywhere for any humans to have on world or off done in world on world off world done no weapons that's why if you look back in history The entire operation that was nuclear proliferation on this planet ceased to be in the news broadcast 1994 until 2015. You know why? Because no one had any until 1915. No one on the face of the earth had nuclear weapons after 1994. No more testing anywhere. All that stopped too, didn't it? No testing anywhere, no weapons, no threats of nuclear war. The Cold War ended, and they tore down that wall, and everybody had to go back to work, and there was no more talk. The Chinese and the Americans didn't get locked into a Cold War. None of that happened. No threat. Now, though, with Putin's war, which I don't want to get involved in right now, but there's the threat of nuclear war. It's a threat of nuclear war of Iran getting nuclear power. It's a threat of Chinese nuclear war with the United States, with the over over uh, uh, you know Korea and then or, or with Korea even uh, or over uh, um, which we we'll call Taiwan. All of that started back up in 2015, 2016 because people had nuclear weapons again, but they didn't before that. That's why you never heard about it. Think back now; those of you who are old enough, go back to the when the Clintons were around and remember all of a sudden. No more talk. Reagan got into office and it was tear down that wall. Why? Because they didn't have any nuclear weapons by that time. Ronald Reagan talked about aliens in a speech to the United Nations that they tried to keep off the air for the people in the United States, even here. And he said, I've watched it over and over. You guys can look at Google that. You can watch the speech and you'll see him say, you know, talking about what if we at, at some point, had to fight an outside influence of of someone from off world and yet aren't we already doing that okay so he was telling the people in the know look i know there's aliens we all know there's aliens but stop pussyfooting around it but they didn't let that out to the people still why? Because it's part of the information, Everyone says, well as national security. If everybody believed that the U.S. government couldn't protect us, then nobody would listen to the U.S. government, because then there's aliens out there. That's part of it. That's part of it. But the majority of it is, if you believe that there's aliens out there, what else is there that gives you the idea in your brain that if there's, if we're not the only people in the entire universe, then maybe what everyone's saying about this invisible man who is living up on some mountain somewhere with a big beard, who's in charge that they call, here comes that word, God, might exist. Because if the possibility is that there's something other than the human race, then the possibility is maybe all of this talk for thousands of years about a spiritual mindset that is larger than everything else could be put just as possible. If aliens are possible, then that means there's other things out there. And then even those people who are logical might say, well, then what if what everybody thought was this God was, in fact, just an alien? Uh Uh-oh, that goes back to the Adam and Eve story of Adam and Eve eating the fruit and gaining knowledge that this God didn't want them to have. What was the knowledge this God didn't want them to have? Well, they they found out the knowledge of good and evil and that they were naked. You really think that that's, that's the story you tell children? The reason that women have uh have pain during childbirth is because Eve ate the fruit. That's called the original sin, because she's a fucking whore. Right? That's that's what they would that's the way they don't say those words. But they did when when Jesus had a wife, she was a fucking whore. She wasn't his wife, she was just some hooker. Really? She was up in Jesus' crotch everywhere he fucking went. So Jesus was either screwing a hooker or married to her. Wait. This new pope, the one that defected and decided that he was no longer a pope, so we had to have another pope step in, and it's still there. So one pope stepped down, but he still has the, the position, and another pope is in there. Before he stepped down, he said, okay, that was bullshit, and it was made up by a pope a couple hundred years ago, and Mary Magdalene was, in fact, not a hooker. That was just something that was made up. So we know that Mary wasn't a hooker, so that means Jesus was married to her. No, he wasn't. He was God. He don't blaspheme in here. He wasn't married to her. Okay, go back in time and look up the rules of Judaism two thousand years ago. If you were a male and thirty-one, that's how old Jesus was when he was crucified. By the way, if you were a male and thirty-one, and you were going to call yourself a rabbi, which translates to the word teacher, if you were going to call yourself a rabbi, a priest in the Hebrew religion. You could not teach in the synagogue as a rabbi, which Jesus did in all the books, unless you were married and had children. I'm not making this up. These are their rules. So Jesus, who in fact was called a rabbi, who was in fact allowed to teach in the synagogue, had to have had a wife, and she had to have been at least pregnant and getting ready to have children for him to have that title in that religion at the time. They would have stoned him to death to show up without any way of proving he was married and his wife was pregnant. Get out of the church. You cannot teach here. You have to be married. And in that religion, which he was a part of, by the way, you also, were there was something wrong with you, and you could be stoned to death if you were the turned 30 and were not, in fact, married. They did that because they wanted their race to continue, so they made it part of their religion. I'm not making any of this up. Go and meet your nearest rabbi and ask them questions. They're going to tell you that the the whole Jesus story was invented by the Romans anyways. So they'll be glad to tell you the rest of their history because they're about themselves because they know they're the chosen race and you're not going to heaven anyways. Ask them. They'll tell you that. Okay? So all of that is circumventing the knowledge. How does all this craziness have to do with the law of one? Oh, my God, he's talking about politics and religion and all kinds of crazy shit. Leo, it has nothing to do with the law of one. It is and has everything to do with the law of one. Okay? How we got stuck here, which is what Ra was here to tell us how and why, First of all, you're stuck. Well, how are we stuck? Well, there's these laws that are called the law of one. So I have to explain that to you so that you understand why you're there. And then so that what happens is we came down to tell you about the law of one. And we didn't realize that your, your, uh, your uh, inf- affinity for a bellicose, which means our violent tendencies, our, our narcissism, our evil tendencies because they came from planted of trees and it was before the veiling. So they didn't know evil. So they weren't exposed to it the way we are in the third dimension, and they, were, they made a mistake. They admitted that. That's why they're still here. They stayed here to help us by giving us information and the tools to get ourselves unstuck because they got us stuck. Why? How are we stuck, Leo? Because they gave information about the law of one, which is all the information I'm giving you. And evil people took that information because they ended up giving it to the priestly caste who were, in fact, nefarious and evil, and they didn't tell anyone and killed anyone who knew the real information and, and stopped anyone from getting the information, so they controlled it. That is what they've been doing from then until now. That is why everything is corrupted to be the opposite of what it means. Up is down, down is up. Was, and, and here's an example. The third dimension is a place of sight and sound. And they tell you that is this place that is physical. That's a lie. The third density is in fact that place. Look up the word density. Denseness is physical. Dimension is a place of thought. Is a spiritual place of vibration. Look those words up. Although if you look up the word dimension, it probably because they're trying to change all the all the books won't tell you. It'll tell you the same thing. So it'll tell you that density and dimension are the same thing, and they're in fact not. And then they corrupted in all the religions the term. As below, so above. And if you go to the Christian Bible, hold on, I will open it to that very page because I have my marker here. If you go to the Christian Bible, I think I have it there. Let me see. Hold plays while I look at my Bible. I think it's this one, the Parable of Winding Sheep. No, so I have it. I don't have it marked where I thought I did. This is Matthew 18. I thought it was in here. Maybe it is. And I don't have it highlighted. I'll have to highlight it. Okay. I believe it is in Matthew 18. I think it's Matthew 19. Um, or Matthew 18. Uh, let's see. Yes, here it is. It is here. Hold on. I need to move my keyboard so I can look at it. I have the fan on. It's trying to blow my thing. Okay, so Matthew, right? The book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse, where does it start? 16. Let's start at verse 16. Okay, so the headline of this is dealing with sin in the church. Let's just start at 15 because that's where the chapter starts. Okay, so or it's it's verse 15 of chapter 18. Okay, it says if your brother or sister sin, go and point out that their fault just between the two of you. Right. So don't point it out to everybody. Right. But then he says, okay, God says, this is at 17. Wait, no, maybe that's not it. 17, 18. Maybe I have it in the wrong place. Darn it, I, for some reason I have it in the wrong place. Okay, well, I'll quote it, but it's not from here, and I'll look it up next time. I'll tell you exactly where it is. I thought it was right here. Yeah, again, I truly tell you that if two of you on earth agree above anything they ask for, it will be done for them by the Father in heaven. For where two or three... Yeah, so wait, did you say before that two, right? So let's continue. So if they truly, this is segment seventeen now, going backwards. If they still refuse to listen, tell the church, right? To tell the church. Hold on, I have my paper, my little uh, ribbon in the wrong place, so I couldn't read. Um, along with, let's see the matter of. Okay, so if they if they refuse to listen, tell it to the church. If they refuse to listen, even to the church. Treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Funny that a, a pagan and a tax collector are the same, right? And then it says, truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on the earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on the earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I truly tell you that if two of you are on earth and agree upon anything that they ask for, it will be done for they will be... By my father in heaven, for where there are two or three gathered in my name, there I am with them. So that which is unleashed on earth shall be unleashed in heaven, that which is sown on earth shall be sown in heaven. That does not mean from above or as above, so below. That means as below, so above. That means as within from you and your. Consciousness will be a reality in heaven. So that is telling you that you are part of the creation and the creator. When there are two or three of us together and we both think the same thing, we can make it so. That is three, six, and nine. That is telling you of the energy of three, six, and nine. We are the energy of three. The energy of three is the energy of creation. This goes back to the longitude and latitude of high Brazil. Which is part of the law of one. Okay, the energy of as below, so above; as within, so without. Which has been corrupted to as above, so below, so that you're thinking that there is somebody ahead of you, above you, that is in control, so they can say, "We are your controllers. We are your God. We are your creator. God, worship me." As without, so within, saying that you have to emulate. That's what you're told by someone above you. The truth is, the Bible itself, the Christian Bible. Not there's other. Every other Bible tells you the same thing in there. In a different way, I just happened to have the Christian Bible sitting next to me. I am a Christian minister, and I had the page open to it. I just didn't highlight the actual lines. So, as within, so uh, you know, as within, so without, as above, below, so above. It, that's what that is saying to you. So, the three, six, and nine is you are the three energy, the energy of creation. My intention, what I think, and the energy of the universe or nature. Which is the charm of making, which I'll explain to you in a minute, the one that you heard from the Merlins, and I'll give it to you in the Gaelic, not in the, in the uh, Welsh. The Welsh is so much prettier, but it's very similar. In fact, you can almost, you can tell the dialect difference when I say it and when someone says it in Welsh, in the original Welsh, you can literally tell it's just a different accent of the same words. Okay, and I'll explain that too. So it is, I'm going to tell you what the charm of, of, of making is, then I'm going to tell you the charm of making, and then I'm going to translate it for you. So The energy of me, you, me, and everyone else on the planet is the three energy. Our intention. When we and when we take our energy and put it to thought, that is the three energy plus the three energy. So I'm taking my intention and I'm putting it out there. That first I'm thinking of the thought, right? And then I'm taking my energy and I'm putting it out there to mixing it with the energy of nature, of time space, of reality. That is the three energy plus three energy. And that equals the six energy. So my thoughts and my intentions, and that becomes three plus three. And so then when I take that, which is the creation, which is created by all of us, which is this entire reality, was created by us and is being co-created second by second by us, holding the reality in place by our thoughts. Then to manipulate that, I take my intention again, that's three. And the thought and what this reality is, is the six now. It's the creation plus the intention of the creation making a reality. That's the six energy that is the planet, or the, the stars, the moon, the time, the space. I take my intention again, my energy again of the creator, and I put it into that energy and tell that energy what to do and manifest. That's the three plus six now. So my three plus three was me thinking of and using my energy to create. Then I take that energy that I created and I put it into the energy that is nature and that's the three plus six and that equals nine. Nine is the hex boson. Nine is the God energy. It's not God, but it's the God energy, the God particle, the hex boson. Then when I take my energy again, and I put it into the nine energy that becomes the 12 energy. What is the 12 energy? Wait a minute, 12 apostles. How many times does 12 come up in the universe? How many times does 12 come up in the Bibles? Every, every apostle on the face of the earth, every, every, every single person who has ever been the savior on this planet has had 12 apostles. 13 warriors. Beowulf had 12 additional warriors with him. Thor had 12 additional warriors with him. Thor had to fight the dragon of the North Sea. Tiamat had 12 additional warriors with him, but Tiamat had to fight the, or I'm sorry, um, uh, Marduk had 12 warriors with him, but Marduk had to fight Tiamat, the dragon. Thor had to fight the dragon of the North Sea. Jesus had 12 apostles, and Jesus had to fight the serpent in the garden. The dragon, the serpent, they are the same, do you see? Different words being used in different pantheons are the same savior character. Okay? So the 12 energy is the, is the godly energy, and the 1, or the 13, is what? 1 plus 3. The 1. 1 and 3. Not 1 plus 3 meaning 4, but 1 and 3 together become the number 13, or the 1. So when you take your energy of 3 plus 3, it equals 6. 3 plus 6 equals 9. 3 plus 9 equals 12. And when you take that energy... And you become the creator. You become the one. That is the one in the middle of the clock face. There are 12 hours of lightness and 12 hours of darkness on this planet. Two halves of the same whole. One yin, one yang. Both being controlled by the one. Right? I see, Karen Karen is... is uh, you're right. Jesus didn't die on the cross because he ascended before his death. You're absolutely correct. Just like Muhammad, Muhammad didn't die. They went to go and kill Muhammad, and he ascended before they came to him. Jesus left the body and did not die. He ascended, and that is in the Beatitudes. So if you know anything about Catholicism, you will know and see that in the Beatitudes. And that's what the whole Secret of Dan Brown's book was, where it was based on that church, Rendlesham, uh, or uh, Rendles Chateau. And if you go to Rendles Chateau, and you know the, the, the secret of that or the history of that, the fable of that, uh, of the priest who found something in the church uh, that made him uh, a, a gazillionaire when he took the information to Rome, which was uh, in the south of France, mind you, less than 100 miles north of where the uh, Mary Magdalene died, where her child, who was in fact uh, called Sarah, who she said was a servant, and Sarah in uh, Yiddish or, or Sanskrit at the time meant princess, mind you, but she said, no, this is not my child. This is my servant. That servant, a servant, a slave, grew up to marry a Merovingian prince and became queen, and their children were able to talk to animals and heal people with their hands, and so was Sarah, okay? And the people of the south of France started a religion based on Mary Magdalene, who said the religion in Rome, which was in France that moved to Rome, Uh, The religion that the Pope in in France usurped is not what Jesus was teaching, and this is Jesus' way, and a religion sprang up in the south of France, and in the south of France, that religion became so big that they started sending messages saying the Pope in Rome is lying, they're wrong, they're evil, they are not teaching Jesus' way, and that church was usurped and stolen is not the right way. So the pope in, in, uh, over there that was in Rome that just moved it from France went to the French king and they sent their knights and they slaughtered two million people in the south of France to eradicate that religion. There's a book on it called Holy Blood, Holy Grail, which was based in one of the books that Dan Brown based his movie, The Da Vinci Code, on. I've read his books. I read all the books that he read. So I know what he based the, the, the movie on or the book on that became the movie that Tom Hanks was in. So I, that, that's why I based my book, uh, Orion Rising, which is based on the ancient alien theory from all those books and all the other books uh, of spirituality. It's not just about aliens. In fact, uh, if you read it and you're not really paying attention, you won't notice that there's aliens even in the uh, the book. You'll start to see the bad guys, but you won't know who the good aliens are, even though they're right in front of your face the entire book. Um, but I, I haven't published the second book yet, so people don't know about that. But it's in there if you're, if you're paying attention. Anyways. Uh, so that was a what if scenario that I also found out was true. Okay. So, so that whole scenario happened. And when those people were in their castle, surrounded by the knights that were sent by the Pope, and they were all going to die, they said, we have a holy ceremony that's coming up in two days, please allow us to have that. And then we'll all just come down and sacrifice ourselves and let you kill us. And they said, that sounds like a great idea. Save us from killing any more of our people trying to kill you. So no problem. So Three knights—this is where you get the story of the three knights that hide the grail—three knights escaped down the seawall and escaped, and they went in north into France, from the south of France northward. A hundred miles away, three knights showed up and started a little church and built a little church, and then eventually lived there, hiding in this little church that became Rennes-le-Chateau. And then died there and only passed down the information to the next priest and the next priest. And then this guy that died and didn't pass on the information, but this priest that was in charge in 1946 or 45 was in there doing renovations on the church because he was poor uh, and the church wasn't giving any any money. And he was doing renovations and he knocked open a pillar, and inside the pillar was some sort of information that when he took it to immediately— did like the Knights Templars did with their information that they found, and immediately ran back to Rome and told the Pope, and all of a sudden that priest was more wealthy than the entire country of France at the time, and he built an entire new wing dedicated to Mary Magdalene. And in there, in the Beatitudes, it shows Jesus' body being absconded and removed from his tomb. By angels. Not being put in his tomb, but being taken out of his tomb at night. Jesus was buried in the daytime. But inside that church, in the Beatitudes, you will find that it is nighttime and people are taking Jesus' body away. Okay? And that is part of the secret that they don't want you to know about. So Dan Brown's What If... What if Jesus Christ has, in fact, uh, relatives, DNA on this planet? The church can't have those people being known because then no one's going to listen to the Pope or any part of the Catholic Church or the Christian Church. They're going to listen to the descendants of Jesus Christ. So they had to hunt them down and kill them. So the Priory of Sion was invented to protect the bloodline of the Christ. And people say that's a lie, and the whole thing was made up. Well, of course they have to, because the same people say that Jesus Christ was invented, in fact, by the Roman uh, 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 emperor at the time and his family. That there was no Jesus, that the entire story was invented. But if that's the case, either way, here's what I have to say about that. It doesn't matter, because there are, in fact, more than 3 billion people on this earth who make it so? As below, so above. So even if Jesus was created as an invention just to control the Jews at the time, to give them some sort of fake hope that there was some fake savior to justify their, their uh, uh you know, they, they said that they, or the savior was supposed to come and they needed to, let's make a savior for them and then kill that savior so that then we can prove that we're in charge of them and shut that whole fucking thing up to begin with. It backfired, and people have been learning about it and making it and believe it, and what we believe to be true becomes true. That is why uh, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi said to Luke Skywalker, "Luke, your hat. You will real. You'll have to come to the realization that some of the truths that we cling to depend greatly on a certain point of view." OK, not saying that the church is, is a lie, not saying that Jesus was a lie, but that sometimes what we think is true is, in fact, not. And we think it's true, but the to think a thing true doesn't make it a thing unless everyone else believes it, too. And the nefar- this is the secret that nefariousness doesn't want you to know, because they're trying to tell you that you're slaves. And if enough people on this planet believe that we're slaves, we will become slaves by proxy. Do you understand? So they know that what we all believe in mass becomes reality. So even if Jesus didn't really exist 2,000 years ago and they invented him, the majority of the people on this planet believe Jesus was alive then and have for more than 2,000 years that brings him into existence in this reality for real. Right? Josie, there's Josie. In fact, if it wasn't for Josie, who just showed up in this audience right now and said hello, if it wasn't for her, I would have never uh, started doing the law of one. I was already talking like the law of one um, uh, because I called it the way, which I didn't know that the Tao Te Ching, the book of the way, which was written by Lao Chi in the year 604 BCE, didn't even know about that either. And one day I was talking and I was saying all this stuff and Josie said, "Leo, that's the law of one." I said, "What the hell is the law of one?" She goes, "Oh my God, you need to you need to check this out." And she actually linked me Muffy uh, uh, Muffy Moose's videos. and th- I was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll take a look at it." That when I got done, I, I went to another link that she gave me, that was uh, what's his name, um, what's his name Wilcock, and he was and he was talking and then he said something about the law of one. I said, there's two people in one day." mentioned the law of one i need to look this up turns out he lived with carla and don for a couple of years slept on their couch and then lived in a in the you know the you know grandparents house outside and so he knows everything he knows more about the law of one than i know so if it wasn't for josie five years ago saying leo that's the law of one i wouldn't be doing the law of one right now we would not be having these classes for the second time and i wouldn't be doing that right so I already had the info, she's right, she says, well, you, you are already ready when the, the, to receive the, I was ready to receive the info, because I was already knowing, and putting it together, not knowing it was the law of one, I was already, I was calling it the way, in fact, I'm still writing the book called the way, although I've kind of slowed down on that, because, in fact, Lao Chi wrote one that they called the way, the Dao Di Chi means the book of the way, uh, which is about the law of one, only uh, before the law of one was being told as the law of one. So now I don't I don't uh, I don't think that I'm going to write a book because the truth is it's already been written. Every story that's ever been told, every single scroll that is everywhere in every single pantheon for every single religion that has ever existed on the face of this earth is telling the exact same story, which is the law of one in some version or another of the story. Okay, and that's what you realize. And that's why Josie said I was ready for the information. Thank you, Josie, for that. I love her. You guys just don't know how much I love this woman. Right. And she's she's one of the, she was a great, great friend. And did, well, I can't say was, is. She was a great, great moderator that moderated for me, uh, helped, what uh, really did all the work. <laughs> like Mandy's doing all the work now in Ancient Aliens. Uh, and then she had to leave. She had to focus on herself to do her shadow work. Uh, so her and I haven't been able to talk nearly as much as we used to. Uh, and I love her to death. And like I said, she set me, helped me go onto this path. When she realized I was ready for it, she's like, Leo, this is what you need. And she was right. It jettisoned me onto um, being as awake as I am. I did the law of one then. uh, And in this reality, it says I I ended the law of one in 2021, which I ended the law in 2020 because I started it in 2017, not in 2018. But in the reality that I'm occupying now with all of you guys, when I go back and look at my archives, it's off by a year. (laughs) But that's not my memory. So so that's why when I say that I, I've known her for more than five years, uh, I think I've known her. I remember knowing her for about seven or eight years now, uh, maybe even longer than that. And the, her memory, if she didn't, if she didn't shift where from where I shifted from, and doesn't have that Mandela effect, she might tell a different story and say we've only known each other for six years. Um, we, you know, if if she's uh, uh, still in the in the body in this in this reality. Because I've come from a different reality just recently, because when I started deciding I was going to do the law of one again, I'm like, I haven't done the law of one now for like two and a half years, almost three years. I need to do it again because I'm completely different person spiritually than I was then, which I am. And that's why I'm redoing it. And then when I look back to see when it was, I went, wait, that's not right. That's a year off, literally a year after I started doing it. And I remember, which is weird, right? Right, You just sat down and came back from Egypt. I knew you guys were, I saw the pictures. You guys were, you and your husband, you guys were having fun. Uh, I, you posted that and I saw it. Uh, and I didn't see everything, but I did see, because I know you had more pictures that you posted, but I, I clicked on one and it was you and your husband and you guys, I don't even know where you were. I was assuming you were in Egypt again. So obviously you were, you just got back from Egypt. Right? So yeah, see, so, so she says, no, I've admitted for six years, right? She was admin for six years and it's been four years since then. Right. So, okay. So is that saying 10 years then? So then you do have the memory that I have going all the way back. Right. Is that what you're saying? So you were back when, when Orion, or Orion rising before that, obviously when, uh, when it was just started ancient aliens, the group, Then you were around right early on for that. I don't remember how many people were in the group when you came, but you're, you go back to just after, uh, um uh, Bill Van Horn and he was there when there was 58 people in the group. You were not too far after that. Right. You were, I think, less than 1,000 when you got there. So Josie goes back to the start of Ancient Aliens Worldwide, which is almost 300,000 people now. And she's been gone for four years. right? So 30K. Okay. So she was right after we opened it up. She came in right after we opened it up to, to go public. We were a think tank before that. When uh, uh, So she was right after we opened it because it exploded. And in months, we went from like a hundred people to, to 30 K. So she was probably one of the first admins or the second group. I think you were the second group. Cause you weren't there when I had to fire the first group because they tried to take over. You weren't there for that. So you were part of this. You got there right when I got rid of all those people, I think you were part, I think you were there in the group, but you weren't an admin yet. Uh, and then you were there uh, and she was in fact, uh, you know, uh, was there when I had to get rid of everybody else except for her. And like three people <laughs> right? Uh, because they tried to take over again. Uh, there's, and then, of course, you know, the, they'll, they'll claim to this day that they made everything. That uh, uh, and Evil people always say that. I made you. I, if you wouldn't be nothing if it wasn't for me. That's, there's no humility in evil people. They're, they're in charge of everything. They made everything. They invented everything. I, and, and then when the difference is when you hear somebody like me, when I say to you that I wouldn't know what I know now and I wouldn't be the person I am now if Josie hadn't said, that's the law of one. You need to learn this and read this all these books of the law of one Uh just like uh, ancient aliens worldwide would not be what it is today. If it wasn't for Josie, and if it wasn't for Mandy, if it wasn't for the the group of people who helped me when, when the other group of people was trying to steal the group from me and ruining it, Uh it wouldn't, uh, and to this day, I don't do anything there. I haven't for years. Uh And Josie's really on, on kind of on call as a, as a, a guest speaker, she's like, you know, helps Mandy. When Mandy needs help, they talk and hang out. And they're friends. So it's not like she says, hey, listen, I need your advice. They, she, they just talk and she'll go, what about this? Or what about that? Oh, and they, they bounce shit off of each other and they run the place. I don't have to be there. I love the two of you guys for that. <laughs> right. So you guys don't know that royalty just stepped in the house, right? Those of you who've known me since then and didn't know that I know Josie, if you know Josie, you know what I'm talking about. Right. She's she's an angel. Okay, so. So the 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 main secret, getting back to the law of one, getting back on point, what they're trying for you not to know is all this stuff they've corrupted. That's part. That's where they've uh, taken over the matrix. The matrix was created by us. You need to know that the law of one is us. The very beginning, if you go back to the first book of the law of one, the first session, the very first session that they have. Uh, When when Ross jumping around from Leonard to Don to Carla before he settles in Carla, he says, imagine you're a thought, you're a thought of the creator. First, what did you think today? And of those thoughts, what of those thoughts were of the original thought today? So he's giving you that exercise to get your mind into the into the into the mindset of, of, of expanding expansion and then says you're a thought. You're a dancing thought on the stage in the mind of the creator. Okay, because you are the creator. And that and that's in the very beginning. And if you miss it, that's why I spent a lot of time this time on that section. And then when I started the class one, after even after doing the first three sessions and deciding to do classes, I went back and revisited for a third time the beginning of the law of one to re-accentuate that. Okay, so they came here, Raw came here and they screwed up. They didn't know they came from a, a planet that was all trees. And when they evolved and there was it was before the veiling and they didn't realize what was happening and that we had this affinity for bellicose or the bellicosity, what they call our anger, our aggression, our uh, fear, our everything that is the dark side. They didn't understand it. So because of that, they gave the, the information, the right information to the wrong people. And then they took that information that is already a trap of the mind. Okay, you are all prisoners here of your own device. That's in the song, by uh, by uh, uh, um, whatchamacallit? I can't think of the name right now. Um, in the song "Hotel California." Okay, that song is about being stuck. It's telling you the law of one. You just don't know it. It's telling you about being stuck, and we are all just prisoners here of our own device. We are only stuck because you think you are. OK, so you're not in a prison that is a that is like the Australia or is like a, you know, a penal colony or a prison where there's guards and there's that that's not happening. OK, that that that's, that's the part they're trying to sell to you to make you think it's happening. So in effect, it kind of is happening because they're trying to tell you that we're in charge and you're in a prison because they know that as below, so above that they corrupted to as above, so below as within, so without which they corrupted to as without, so within. They know that if enough of us on this planet lay down and say, you're right, I'm a slave, that that will manifest in this reality as the reality of this reality. They know that to be 100% true. And this is what the law of one, specifically the raw material that came through channeled by the LL Research Group between 1981 and 1984, what they were trying to tell you in that. And everyone else, prior to going all the way back to Jesus Christ, until every hero character in all 12, which there has been, 12 guises of the hero character in the major arcana, Thor, right? Thor's character is Jesus. Jesus' character is Marduk. Okay. Those are just a couple of examples of right? Uh, uh, Jesus. And Muhammad is exactly Jesus in a different place, in a different time. He is the same Savior character. Moses was the same Savior character. Okay, These people throughout time all around the planet, there are 12 of them. And the last one to come through, I believe, was Jesus, because I think Muhammad was, pro- was before him. I don't know exactly when that was. Those two superimpose on time because they're so close together. Okay, but two of them happened at the exact same time in China. One was the Buddha. At the exact same time that the Buddha came up with the way that is Buddhism now, Lao Chi came up with the way, the Tao. Okay, which became the Dao Di Qi. They were two characters living in China at the exact same time between the year 306 and 301 BCE. Okay, and, and to this day, people will still say the same thing they said about Jesus, the same thing they said about Thor, and the same thing they said about Muhammad. There is no definitive proof that that person was real. And the Hebrews will tell you that Muhammad was an invention and that Jesus was invented by the Romans and that the whole four character is just a lie, and they just made that shit up. However, weirdly, oddly, the story of Jesus and Jesus' uh, uh, apocalypse and the creation is what the, Jesus, the Hebrews adopted as their first book. Weird. The guy, they say, that was invented by Romans, the story and how it starts, with with the entire creation of the universe is the same exact creation story that the Hebrews use in their Bible, and it wasn't in their Bible until after the Christians started putting it in there. So they adopted the creation story of our world from the Christians who they claim were something that was made up by the Romans. That's kind of weird, don't you think? Right? So so all of so all of the information that would have you realizing all of the information that is being told to you in the law of 1 or any other torment if you have the eyes to see and the ears to hear okay if you listen to the the exodus and you read the exodus in the christian bible leaving the whole story of moses the burning bush is moses opening his third eye to the possibility of God and having communication. And then all the plagues of Egypt are the exact same as when you go to the apocalypse or the revelation of Jesus Christ. In the letters to the churches, there are seven letters, seven arcana, seven archetypes, seven chakras in your body seven plagues of Egypt, in the Exodus, you'll find that the letters to the churches, starting at the red ray base root chakra, if you read what the chakras stand for, the red, the orange, the yellow, the green, the blue, the the purple, the the violet, the seven major arcanas of your body and archetypes, and you read what those mean, and then you go and you read the, the uh, letters to the churches in Revelations, which is supposed to be the foretelling of the destruction of the world at the end of the world, it is in fact telling you how to get yourself unstuck. If you read the letters to the churches and start with the letter, first letter to the first church and assume that that is the red ray-based root chakra and learn what that means by reading what the red root chakra is, and then read that a passage, and it says, Let him who has the ears to understand and the understanding the mind to see To see this information, it is telling you how to get that chakra in tune. And so is the exodus out of Egypt. The exodus out of Egypt is the exact same thing. It is telling you through the plagues what you are going to go through as the kundalini energy is being transmuted up your spine into your major arcana and uh, and getting all of your chakras in line. Why? Because... And we talked about this last month when Gary was on the show. The planet is off a kilter by 23.5 degrees. And if you look at all of the paintings of John the Baptist, he was pointing up. And when you're knighted by the Roman Catholic Church, which I have been knighted by the Roman Catholic Church, by the way, the Holy Roman Seed, one of your creeds, they tell that most of the, the creeds of a knight in the Kingdom of Heaven, the movie, one of the things that you are to swear is to be upright. And when you say that, they put the finger up, pointing straight up. To be upright in front, in, in face of your enemies. And to speak the truth, even if it leads to your death. You swear this oath as a knight. And John, in John the Baptist, they keep pointing upwards. And in the uh, Madonna on the rocks, the little baby John was pointing up again. Because our planet is off kilter by 23.5 degrees. But if our planet is upright, remember before, if you were here, you don't know why I said this, but I'm going to go all the way back to when I was talking about the moon. And our moon is slightly moving away from us, slowly moving away from the planet Earth. And why is that happening? As we become more upright and the pendulum swings the human race back to the light, our planet, which is askew, off kilter, because of the evilness, because of the um, the aggression of the war energy, which is the masculine energy, the half of the Kundalini, as we start to transition and start getting into learning into the into the to the uh, age of Aquarius, and start learning the feminine energy by doing shadow work, and becoming balanced, uh-oh, upright, and balanced. As a human soul on this planet, the planet itself is riding itself slowly. They know this. That it is, it is wobbling less and less, and it's either going to go crazy out of control and flip over again, or it's going to upright itself. And if it does, according to scientists, including Gary, who's going to be on the show tomorrow at 1 p.m. on Ancient Aliens Worldwide, if that were to occur on this planet, we wouldn't need the moon because our ecosystem would change to where we would have perpetual spring on most of the planet and only in the center around the equator would we have a summer but right now because of the destruction of Maldek, because of the destruction on the planet because the devil was unleashed on the earth for a time and that time is coming to an end we will become upright and when we become upright Our planet will right itself. And when it does, the moon will no longer be needing to be in the orbit that it's in. That is why as we become more spiritual and we become awakened more to who we are and what we are as a species, (laughs) the moon is moving further away from us because it is not needed as much because we are righting this ship soon. And when we become upright and the planet becomes upright that is the age of Aquarius. That is the utopia. That is the Garden of Eden that once was this earth until it was corrupted. Do you see? And that is in every single creation story throughout every part of existence. Right? Karen says, I know, see, Karen, she's she's gonna baffle us now, right? Karen says. A treaty was signed 17,000 years ago by one of the 12 tribes given the control of, of Midgard, Earth, right? So those of you who know the, the uh, pantheon that is the Viking folklore, the Bohemian religion, they still use the word Midgard to, uh, in Middle Earth, according to Tolkien, uh, uh, Midgard meaning Earth. That's why she says the control of Midgard, Earth, to the Draco, who was named Anu as god and marduk as jesus yes and this treaty was expired in 2012 when baktun 12 ended according to the mayan calendar and the long count and baktun 13 which hasn't begun yet which is supposed to begin we are in that place karen i love you too we are in that place in between right now baktun 12 and baktun 13 and karen is exactly right although It appears to be 17,000 years ago, only because of the temporal displacement. It was actually 1938, but it appears to be 17,000 years ago. That's why we, the Patal, showed up 10,000 years ago, the people with their type uh, O and type O negative uh, DNA. That's why we showed up 10,000 years ago. It was, in fact, in 1938, Grover's Mill, that whole craziness. But because when you get here from another place where there is no time and space, Mixed. There is no 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 differentiation between past, present, and future. You have to have a past, a present, and a future. So when they got boots on the ground in 1938, that goes back. That dated back 17,000 years. When the DNA got here on the planet, which only makes up less than 10% of the population of this planet, that has no African DNA in it whatsoever. They got here only 10,000 years ago. This has been proven by scientists. Those people got here after they got here in 1938. We arrived. Shortly thereafter, the Patal got here and said, you shall not pass. Okay, And you're right. The treaty expires in 2012, and it did expire already. And we are no longer signing a treaty because there are too many of us here. Because in 1981, when Raw came to talk to, uh, channeled through Carla, there was only 2.5 billion people on this earth. Now, there was almost 9 billion people on the planet. OK, and that's because not because, well, in the end times, they're going to bring take all the wells of souls and all the souls are going to be reincarnated and the dead shall walk the earth. And that's all part of the story. That's a parable that's trying to tell you that the wanderers are, are coming and that the Patal got here. So an entire race of people who heard the cry, heard the call of, a, of an entire species that was stuck. And that was the remnants of Earth, Mars and Maldek on the planet earth this one right right now there's there's like uh, about a third of the population of this planet that is currently here okay a third of the population that is here is either from mars or moldec all the rest of the people are either indigenous well i can't say that i would have to say then uh one-tenth of the population is indigenous to this rock everyone else came here from a different place And they came here as wanderers, just like Jesus, just like Marduk, just like all of these other saviors, the 12 saviors that have come to show you the story of how to get yourself unstuck. And then all of us little teeny saviors who are the sub-sub-saviors who came that were in the band, the Eagles that wrote the song Hotel California that are telling you the same story, that are Dan Brown, who wrote the story called The Da Vinci Code, who is Leonard O'Neill, who has this podcast that is that is uh, Orion Rising, who wrote this book called Orion Rising, that is teaching you this class, that is Karen Cox that is here, that is that is Josie that is here, and that is Denise that is here, and that is Peter that is here, okay? All of us are, are heard the call and we came here. There's more of us on this planet now who are not from here, who already graduated from this kind of reality a long, long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Sound familiar? But we're here to help. Okay. And then there's a lot of the souls, all the souls that have been spread out through the eons that would only recycle once every 100 years. They're all here, too. That's why, that's why it's probably, you know, uh, probably about f- uh, three, four billion people on this planet are indigenous people not meaning they're only indigenous to earth. They're people that are in the third dimension they're supposed to be. And then there's probably a few more that are that are kind of scattered that have been, that have been coming in and going out that might be here for the first time. And then there's about two to three billion of us, maybe a little bit more. I'm I'm always with a low number than what's reality that are actually, in fact, wanderers. The majority of the kids that are being born in the last 20 years are, in fact, not here for the very first time. The majority of the people. That's why you see, if you watch any talent show on television, since I was in my twenties and now, the amount of talent or the, the the just the the raw talent has increased exponentially in 30 years. Okay, and there's a reason for that. It's because these people are coming through. They've either been here for 200,000 years, recycling over and over and over and over, and they're bringing some of the shit with them each each lifetime. So they're they're still learning, and they're, they're, but they're stuck or they're in fact wanderers, and they're bringing gifts with them. One of the gifts that I brought with me, that's why they baptized me as St. Leo, not just because my name was Leonard, which means Leo, which means Lionheart, means Lionheart, Leonard, Lionheart, but because I, because I do this, I talk. St. Leo is the patron saint of the speaker, the message bringer. Michael, right? Michael, who was... No, Michael was the soldier. It was it was Archangel. Uh, who was the Who was the voice? I know that Jesus was supposed to be the voice, but there was an archangel that was the the chronicle, the the message bringer. Was that Was that Michael? No, Michael was a warrior. That's why he always said not that angel when he was in the movie when they did that movie. Not that kind of angel because he was a warrior. He's one of the generals. So I can't think of who it was, but his right hand man was Leo. Do you understand? So the patron saint, Saint Leo. Was the is is the the saint of of those speakers? So they wanted the nun. I was I chose Gabriel. In fact, Gabriel is the messenger, isn't he? Yeah, That <laughs> Gabriel was the messenger. I told Ga- I chose Gabriel, and one of the nuns said, "You're we're going to add Leo." So I was baptized. I was baptized Leonard Edward. Yeah, Gabriel was the message bringer. So I chose Gabriel. I have a brother who died in my father's arms when he was six months old. He had pneumonia. And before my father could get him to the hospital, he died of pneumonia. He was the firstborn son, and uh, so my father had Gabriel tattooed on his arm. He died with his, with Gabriel on his arm. So I chose Gabriel not only because my brother's name was Gabriel, but because Gabriel was the messenger of God. So I chose Gabriel to be baptized. And she said, "That's great as the archangel, but you need the 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 human." So she said, we're going to add Leo to that. So I was baptized. My name, my Christian name is Leonard Edward Gabriel Leo O'Neill. That's my Christian name. And two of those names are messengers of God. One is an archangel, and the other is, is a saint from the earth who was canonized for doing this, for, for doing the same thing, being the messenger of God. And she said that that came to me. You're supposed to have those names in your name. You were right with Gabriel, not just because it was your brother, because it was the archangel, the messenger of God. And this was far, far before this was 2004, before I was doing anything where I was speaking. She said to me, Moira McPherson is her name. I don't know if she's still alive. She said to me, you will be speaking God's word, and you will be doing it, even though at the time I was learning and I was going to become a knight. And, And uh, she said, "You are going to your journey for the rest of your life is going to be the Word of God," and I didn't know how right she was. So baptizing me with Gabriel and Leo, and then here what I'm doing now: teaching, speaking the Word of God, the Law of One, not just a Christian uh, um, ministry, using all four of the ministries that I have from four different faiths and and then being the theologian that my father charged me to be as a child and now theology is what i'm about right right with yeah that's yeah there, that's where you get finn mccool from right patter mccool that's that's exactly that peter's if peter's talking in gaelic to me again <laughs> right? Pater mccool that's the, yeah that translates as to the to the Finn mccool character uh that was Pater mccool which was the the messenger of god the word of god um that that is the in that pantheon which comes from the viking pantheon would be would be the jesus character the word of god that's where they used jesus as the word that's where you get the trinity from right that's your nephew's name gabriel or patter. <laughs> it means the same thing. <laughs> that's why I said he's speaking Gaelic to me again. He's speaking Irish to me. Patter is the Gaelic word that means Gabriel. Uh in in Irish. <laughs> so <laughs> Patter McCool means Gabriel and McCool means one of God. Isn't that what that means? Uh he has got that's Michael McCool. Uh is that's the the Gaelic word or the or the um that might even be oh I didn't get to get tell you guys that. Thank you, Peter. I didn't get to give you guys the, the Gaelic uh, charm of making, which is the three, six, and nine. Uh, and, I, and I don't know the, the Welsh, but the Pater Magul, the mer- word makool, uh, is where we get the word Michael from. And if you look up the word, what Michael means, it means he who is like God, he, one who is like God. So Pater McCool means Gabriel uh, of God, he who is of God. Uh, he is the word of God. So, so Pater McCool basically in the Viking uh, Southern uh, Gaelic uh, version, the the Celtic version, uh, uh, is the is the is the Gabriel or the, that's why Gabriel burn as a matter of fact, the word burn is another word for uh, for that. That's an ancient Viking word that means uh, macul. Uh, so Gabriel Byrne, the actor, uh, his name is basically uh, he who was like God as well, messenger of God. So so the charm of making let me get into that really quickly and i'll give it to you in the in the gaelic i don't know it in the in the welsh but it's very similar to what i'm going to tell you i said this before on air and i and i'll say it again the charm of making you can hear this being spoken in the movie from 1982 excalibur uh, uh that's been spoken over and over in that movie uh, exactly the way i'm going to speak it to you and that movie was was based on them being uh welsh uh, they weren't woads. Uh, they, they, you think that they were because uh, of, because you, everyone thinks that Arthur was, in fact, English. Arthur was Roman Celt. Uh, he wasn't actually English. He was not a Gaul. He was a Gael. Okay, so there's, there's a difference. Those of you who don't know because you don't know, you don't realize that. So he was half Gaelic, half Welsh, and half Roman. And his name was Arturius, which in, in our language is Arthur. Uh, he was Arturius, and uh, he was, he, and, and so uh, so Merlin in that movie, they did it right where they're calling Merlin, Merlin, and he said, and Merlin shows up and says, I'm a Merlin. He doesn't say, I am Merlin. If you read his lips or you turn on the, the uh, the the uh, words up on the screen for those who are hard of hearing, closed caption, you'll see that he says, I'm a Merlin because it's the title. So Merlin, he's the calling for Merlin, right? Merlin was there, and in in there, Merlin says the charm of making in the old Irish, and it's an offshoot of the uh, Gaelic, which is an offshoot of the ancient Welsh. And there's only one person who is a 33-degree uh, Mason, uh, Freemason that I know in my entire life who knows it in the original Welsh, and he said it on air. If you go back to two years ago, and uh, when we did the uh, the show uh, for the uh, summer. Uh, equinox uh, or spring it was spring or summer i think it was may so i think it was the uh, the, the summer equinox we did a, a webinar that was that two-day webinar and that, that gentleman is on there then and he says it on there in welsh uh on there at the time it's the only time i've ever heard he was a 33 degree uh, uh master mason uh, from the from the uh, freemasons and he said it in the, and he even said i'm going to say it in the welsh and he did and it was beautiful and i had him repeat it and i was like oh my god that's that's so much more eloquent uh, than the Gaelic, but the Gaelic is still eloquent as well. Okay, so give me a second, and i got to remember it here, because I have not to switch from Irish to Gaelic. Um, and it is, An al nathrach, Uthfas bethud, doth dienve. Okay, and the, the Welsh is just, is, 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 a, is a dialect of that. When you hear the Welsh, you'll go, oh my God, that's exactly what Leo said, only with a little bit of a different accent. Right, so let me say that again, right? It is anal nathrach, uthva spethud, dothiel Dienve. That's the charm of making. That means literally three, six, and nine. Literally, translated into English, anal nathrach is all that is. All that is uh, uh, of time. No, all that is of nature. Uthva spethud is and of space time all that is of nature and of space-time. Okay, so that is everything that is in the third dimension, that is third-dimensional reality. So my intention, let's go back to the 3 plus 3 equals 6, three, 3 plus 6 equals 9, right, all of that again. My thoughts and my intention, my incarnation, with my intention, I take my energy and I then manifest it, and I'm going to use my energy. So what do I do? I call up that is nature, all that is nature. Anal Nathrock all that is nature, end of time, space, or end of space, time. Anal Nathrak, all that is of space, time, do hear my intention. Do hear my call. Do heed my intention. Okay? So the charm of making, but you can't say it in English, it doesn't have the same meaning. It has to be said in that ancient language. But it is the three, six, and the nine, and in Scottish, thank you, right? Welsh and Gaelic is the same language, but it's broken uh, the Welsh uh, uh, or Celts and Scottish, right? So the Scots speak Gaelic, not Gaelic, and it's just an accent. They say Celtic instead of Celtic, <laughs> right? Drives us Irish crazy with the, with the S's instead of the hard C's, right? And a few other things. Uh, But it is the same language, but the Welsh is slightly, it's more, a little bit more ancient. And so Gaelic and and Welsh is the ancient, it's not Irish. And then you have Irish, which is a separation, and Scottish, which is a separation, uh, which they would, that's why I say Gaelic, because the Irish speak the Gael language and the Gaul, for Gaelic, that's like, uh, you know. But they still say the same thing, close. Like yeah, I would say, you know, Erin Go bra, meaning Ireland forever, and then they would say Alba Gobra, which is Scotland forever. Uh, so they still use some of the same words. The Go Bra meaning go on forever is still the same word in both languages. So there's it's so it's just a, a dialect change. So the, the Welsh is a slightly different dialect from what I just said to you. I said it in the in the Irish, which is the Gael language, not the Gallic language, but it's also not the Welsh. It's a, the Irish language is a, is a is a like you know, like my English in America is to England's English, right? It's just a dialect. It's still the same language. You can still understand it. It's just the words are said slightly differently. That's all. Okay. So the original Welsh is just a little bit prettier than uh, the way I said it, but that's what it means in English. All that is nature and of space time do heed my intention. Okay. That's the charm of making. So that's three plus three equals six. Six plus three. So three plus three. All that is nature end of time space so now you're taking your intentions and you're putting it into the six number so my intentions my thought created the intention and my intention is three plus three that equals six that is the time and space and nature so now i'm putting more energy into that i'm putting my uh, energy again into that all that is uh, nature end of time space do heed my intention do what i say what i command So that becomes the nine in uh, energy, which is the God energy. And then when you take that energy, the Hex Boson energy, and then you create with it, it becomes creationism. That becomes the 12 energy. And then when you take that energy and transmute it to yourself, you become the one. That's why when people say, oh, there's 100 million uh, levels to get back to God. I say, no, there's not. There's 12. After the 12th, when you go above the 12th to the 13th, that's the one. OK, so that's where the information changes and goes and flips back on itself. It goes three, six, nine. And then it goes nine six three three six nine nine six three three six nine nine three six three. So that's that's the infinite. That's the figure eight that is infinity. It gets to the 12 energy and recycles on itself. OK, so it goes up to 12, back to nine, three, six to zero from zero to three to six to nine to 12. And that, that's where your figure eight is. That's the infinity. OK, that's the the locked universe that is the the boson the god energy the the uh golden mean ratio the fibonacci sequence the three the three the three the three three is that that uh uh you know everybody knows about that you know that uh nikola tesla understood okay he was understanding three six and nine okay so that's what that's about okay i gotta go because i was i did not intend to go until almost 7 30. I got to get off here and get dinner for myself and for my mother. I've been talking far too long. I got on here at 1 o'clock, 12.30 this afternoon uh, in a meeting about tomorrow. That ended at 2.30. Then I got done at 2.30, got lunch for my mom, lunch for myself, got back in here, and then I've been on the air ever since. And tomorrow I'll be on the air from 1 until God knows when when we get done, at least a couple of three hours. So tune in tomorrow at 1 p.m. West Coast America time. Ancient Aliens Worldwide it will probably be shared on uh, Orion Rising, the page. Both of those are on Facebook. Uh, Join the group. If you're not in the group, Ancient Aliens Worldwide, join that group. We'll have it there live for sure unless there's a technical difficulty. Then it'll go live on Orion Rising and shared in that group. uh, So you'll be able to watch it. If it's not on Orion Rising, it's because the only place it is is exclusively where it's supposed to be, Ancient Aliens Worldwide, the group on Facebook. For those of you listening on the MP3 file broadcast, you will get to hear that information after the show goes live. Uh, tomorrow. So it'll either be Sunday or Monday of next week. I will convert it to an MP3 file and I will post it for the world to hear, but not until after the first live show gets done because in the live show, you get to ask questions and, and get to talk to the us and what's going on. And sometimes we do giveaways, but we're not, we don't plan any for this time. Uh, but we do, we do giveaways of books and stuff like that. We did that last time. People got books uh, for being on. So, um, you guys want to check it out. Right. Uh, so come in and say hello and uh, talk in the chat. You won't hear me talking very much. I think he's going to want me to come on at one point, probably when they get later on to the show. Otherwise I'm producing. So Mandy's doing all the talking. I'm just the producer. Just keep just running the show and keeping the fly, the, the slides up wherever he wants, you know, go to the next slide, Leo. <laughs> right. So I'm producing, and directing, and he's the one that's doing, going to be doing all the talking, and Mandy's going to be doing the interviewing. Okay, I love you guys. Have a great weekend. I hope to see you tomorrow. If I don't, and you're on the mp3 file, I apologize for that. That'll come out after this show, so you'll get it either that or they'll hit on the same day, uh, depending on how much time I have to convert the files uh, into an mp3 file and then upload them to the world, right? Because they put them on Podbean and they put them on uh, Anchor FM. So, those of you who are out there listening to this, if you want to hear it on an mp3 file, Anywhere you go to get your podcast, I am already there. Orion Rising and Leonard O'Neill, look me up, look up Orion Rising. If I'm not on your uh, on your exact application that you use, whatever the app is, you can go to Podbean, right? You can go to in fact if you go to ww.dot Orion O-R-I-O-N, R-I-S-I-N-G, no spaces, dot podbean, P-O-D, as in David, B-E-A-N, like a bean podbean.com that will take you to orion rising the show and the iss number or rss number rss number is there for you to uh, copy and paste so if you take that rss number and you go back to your app they will allow you to input that into their app and whenever my show goes live on podbean it'll automatically show up in your favorite uh, app because your app doesn't want you leaving there to go to another application to listen to my show it wants it to be on the app you use so but it's already up on iTunes and and all over the internet everywhere you listen to a, a podcast so it's not already up there uh, and you and you can't find it like i said go to orionrising.com. Uh, podbean.com and copy and paste the uh, RSS number into the browser of your application there'll be a spot there where you can add RSS numbers trust me add a podcast and they'll ask for an RSS number that's what that means you click it you put it in there all my shows and archives will magically appear there and every time I uh, publish a show it will go there all right so uh, thank you Josie thank you she said that. she said thank you it was interesting as usual should have got here from the beginning right uh, but that's okay uh, it's it's it, like I said, if it wasn't for Josie, I would have never have another law of one and I wouldn't have done what I've done with the law of one. And I wouldn't be redoing it now because I would have never heard of it. I, I was calling it the way and, I, and it is the way. <laughs> right? It's the Te Chi. It's the book of the way. It is the way. Only there's six books, 106 sessions. And we will be doing a class every Friday night until we get through all 106 sessions again. And again, I tell people, if you just want to listen to the Law of One, you can go to lawofone.info, I-N-F-O, and you can read it for yourself or listen to Carla channeling it, and you don't have to have me translate it. I am here to help teach you all the other things. I spent three and a half hours today talking about stuff that's not covered in the Law of One, but it is covered in the Law of One. You just don't know about it. okay? And it's stuff that Raw couldn't say back in 1981 to 84 because the people of this earth weren't ready for it yet and now in 2022 there's other things like i said when uh when drumvalo machizadek came on and, and he did the same thing that i did the night before i laughed and when i just did that last night trying to give away secrets and i couldn't do it and i laughed and said i can't do it the universe won't allow me to and he literally tried to do it although his video was in fact a couple of months earlier but i saw it for the first time the next day and laughed about it because he tried to give information that was not there and he looked up and was having a conversation with the universe. And they said, you can't do that. And he said, I'm sorry, I can't tell you that yet because there's something else that has to happen first. So he was being honest. And I say to people, if you want to know if somebody's honest when they're, when they're talking to you, even if they're a medium, they'll still, if they say to you, I can't tell you that information, it's information you have to learn on your own. That's an honest uh, medium. That's somebody who's honest, and they're not above. They're not all about thinking that they're the knowledge. I am the knowledge. I have the knowledge of the universe, and you have to pay me $100 million so that I'll give it to you, right? I'm not saying you shouldn't pay for uh, that because it is something that they're giving you. They're giving you their time and energy to give you information. You should be giving them money in exchange for that uh, because you wouldn't have somebody who knows the knowledge of how to work on your brain. You wouldn't tell the doctor, you're going to operate on my brain for free because everything should be free. That's something you wouldn't want to do with it. All right, guys. I love you. Have a great weekend. I hope to see you tomorrow. Like I said, if not, I'll see you guys again next Friday or maybe on Monday. I might be doing a show this Monday or next Monday. I'm not sure which. I'll be on the Purview Perspective. I don't know which day. We're talking about Monday, but I don't know if it's going to be this Monday or next Monday. And then hopefully we'll get um, Skull Island back up on Wednesday. Uh, And if not, I'll see you back on Friday to talk about uh, the Law of One. Uh, Share this out. Share this out. Share this out. Share this out. Right? Have a great night. I love you all.